0: Welcome to Tales from the East End, episode sixty, the big six zero. So this week we're going to talk about the uh, Dundalk, Cork, and Celtic games, none of which I was at, would you believe? Um, look ahead to the Europa League tie with Aik on Thursday, and there's an interview with the uh, Dutt, Dot, uh, UEFA's Sweden correspondent, and he'll help preview that one as well. So I'm Carl Riley, as always. Our uh, thanks to Owen Royce for fitting in last week and doing an excellent job. I wish him well in his future endeavours. But Gary is still on holidays, so the question is who is our guest host for this week? I'm winding him up here to see if he's nervous. So let's introduce him. It's none other than two times Toner. Welcome to the show, Jim Toner.
1: Thanks, thanks, Carl.
0: Right, so you finally made the Johnny Blues. You thought yeah. you never would.
1: I, I did think I never would. Uh, I didn't think I'd be as nervous. I thought I'd be in a gang of 10 or 12 when I did <laughs> one, but there you go.
0: What do you think of the setup here? It's lovely.
1: It's. Uh, very homely, very homely, and lots of lovely Rovers memorabilia and football memorabilia.
0: Yeah, did you see the picture of the uh, the Gary Twig goal?
1: I do indeed, yeah. you yeah, yeah. got the seed
0: from uh, Windsor Park.
1: Yeah, no, no, everything is... Uh, it's all true. Yeah, all good, I have to say.
0: So, you're definitely one of the biggest fans of the podcast, so uh, if anyone's earned this golden ticket, it's you, Jim. Okay. And uh, I've never been neat holes before. Jim has probably never been on a podcast before. Absolutely. So hopefully this is not a complete disaster today. But uh, congrats to, to uh, Between the Stripes on their one year anniversary. We're just a few months ahead of you, lads. Uh, Jim, do you listen to any other podcasts besides Tales from the East End?
1: The odd time I listen to Con Murphy and, and uh, Colin Bourne. Yeah. And uh, I've listened to Between the Stripes once or twice, but not really, if I'm honest... Uh, Mm. just tells of the east and That's uh pretty much enough for me
0: yeah greatest league in the world good show i was on myself there a few weeks back uh remind me again how you got your nickname two times toner
1: i didn't that's not a nickname that's just a twitter handle no okay. one calls me sometimes in work they call me jimmy two times but uh that's uh that's probably how the twitter handle came about there you go G- just jim will do perfectly well for me just jim today yeah really?
0: yeah so tell us how you got into fallen robbers your first game and all
1: that first game my dad would have brought me uh, I think it was either 77 or 78 and Johnny Giles was player manager and it was a one all draw so that was his
0: first season wasn't it oh, or I maybe was, second
1: I, season I yeah. 9 or 10 I'm 50 now so 40 years ago or
0: well it was 77 was his first season there
1: it, it, so it might have been I know Dunphy was playing Giles was playing uh, and it was the only time I was ever in the stand in Milltown Really? Because of, my dad brought me and obviously he didn't, he's not really a football man himself and uh, he bought stand tickets and that's the only time I was ever in the stand in,
0: So you are in the terrace from Denanza Yeah.
1: And then I suppose when I was about 12 or 13 I started going to the odd game and then I started going with a couple of big glamour friendlies around that time and then I really got into Rovers then and from about the the age of 14 I suppose I was pretty much going every week
0: we'll be talking about the Celtic friendly later on so the friendlies you're talking about they've been against Man United and Arsenal Arsenal Liverpool strong teams that we were beating back then in the
1: mid 80s yeah well we drew and, and beat we certainly competed Exact. there was no question I was not competing on the night Yeah, and uh, they were actually great nights for I suppose to get young kids on board following the club in yeah. in uh, that we we were actually very decent against top class opposition, and it was. But then again, that I was blessed in the the time I was started following Rovers. Like there were some serious players back in that time. Yeah. Even when I started going, look like at guys like Ah. When I think about it, it <laughs> Jack O'MacDonna, not only had we got good players, we had real fancy looking fellas like they looked like they could go and play in 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 england that he obviously went off to france to play but uh and then buck and campbell we had proper superstars i suppose in them days and then the whole foreigner all developed and uh, every one of them like uh, you know that team was just wonderful to follow we were very successful. It was easy to follow, I suppose, because we were so successful. We didn't have many bad days, you know.
0: You said you only missed one game from the four in a row?
1: Uh, I think three or four yeah. in in the four seasons, home and away.
0: You mentioned um, Jacko and, and Bucco and Campbell in there. Who has had big pick one standout player from the four in a row? Who would it be?
1: Pat Bourne. Yeah. But then, I loved John Cody. I loved Harry Kenny. I've a thing about Roy rifles in football in general, and Harry Kenny just was steady Eddie. You know, he was really solid, lovely little footballer, and he's really nice fella as it turns out when you get to meet him in later life. Still following the club, isn't he? Do you go to absolutely the games? Yeah. and 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 Mark as well? All the, in yeah. fact, there was about seven of them. over. the brothers were home from America. I sat with them in the East Stand. that and it was last year. It was great to see a family of that many. And really, like they're they're from the Navan Road. Yeah, it, it's because Hardy played for Rovers. I think I don't think they were Rovers fans before that. Maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, no. uh, they all got into following Rovers. And I think his mum and dad used to go to all the games. And but the whole family are definitely proper hoops anyway. Like they 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 follow from near and far. He's a brother, coaching in America. I think they're spread everywhere, but Dave mm. in particular, Hardy and, and Mark would be big, big Rovers fans.
0: Any standout moment or game from the late 70s, mid 80s? There's
1: a European game actually, we beat a team called Fram from Iceland 4-0 and I just remember the ground being packed and when you win 4-0 there was a great atmosphere in the ground. There's loads, there's, there's loads of games. Uh, an away game in Galway we won we we were both going for the league and I think we, it felt like we brought about 1500 anyway it was a massive away day crowd Terry Dempsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah and Neville Steadman had just signed for Galway he would have been a really good winger we had a song and all for him and uh, we were to do, they were good they were good and, and we won 3-2 and it's just one of them mm. games that sticks out in my head that was a classic in that it was a really tight game and then Waterford away used to be great and then there were so many good days like Noel Larkin and Mick Bournemouth like if one didn't get two the other got two we were steeped with, with with guys that could score goals and then you had Liam O'Brien Pat Bourne John Cody Big Peter coming up from the back you had loads of goals every, everywhere in the team Like it was uh, good times
0: think that's the highest Galway ever finished second in 1985-86 and they still finished behind us like they've never finished above us on the table well, and even when they came second we won the league and still finished that but they, they really had a yeah. good they gave
1: it a good good old go that year that, yeah. that was a decent Galway team in my memory
0: I think that's when they went into the UEFA cup and they played that Dutch team and they host them mil- out in the middle of nowhere in like Connemara right this yeah, is it's just random comment anyway yeah so, um, so we lost one nil at Haunted and Dock in the Leinster Senior Cup quarter final last Monday. And uh, if you heard Owen last week, he says he doesn't recognise the Leinster Senior Cup. Uh, I felt a bit differently. As long as you're consistent with the age of your starting 11s, don't decide like halfway through the final that's an important trophy for the first team. That's kind of my gripe. Like said
1: Wenger style. Yeah, yeah, so
0: what about you, Jim? Lancer Senior it's, Cup.
1: It's the one game of the three I wasn't that. Yeah. So... But uh, I think we travelled back from Portugal the last day, the last round. I think it was Bluebell. No, Mactas. Mactas, yeah. So that's probably one of the only other games I did. I wasn't at this season. That was the day we were coming home mm. from the pre-season trip. I've no issue with us being in it, and like you say, it's uh, would I get excited if we win the Leinster Senior Cup? Not really. But it's probably a great way of giving 19ths and 17th game time mixed in with, with men and see can they put uh, mm-hmm. the mustard, basically. Because we've a big backup of underage players that are all potentially very good or they wouldn't be there. So if there's five or six of them, it's a, it is a great outlet for them, I think, to get game time within a man's environment as opposed to uh, playing uh, within their own age group look like yesterday at the Celtic game we brought on an under 15 striker I know yeah, that sounds incredible Sinclair Armstrong, but, he, yeah. but he's, he's a big boy I would have seen him play for the fifth. I heard he did well yeah he, he actually and Gary Shaw if you're listening don't take this the wrong way he had a he had a very good impact when he came on he had 5 or 6 minutes where he done really really well and in fairness to the young lad, he chased down everything. He's a prospect. Look, even for him to get on that pitch, he'll never forget that. Even if he never progresses through the yeah. rover system, he's he's uh, he's had a day in the sun playing against Scott Brown, and you know. It's, yeah. it's, so for Leinster, back to the Leinster Senior Cup, it's it's definitely uh, a worthwhile exercise for the club it has to be you know like we, yeah. we've 2019's 2017's like that's even to try and get half of them on the pitch is, is, is a good day's work I think
0: apparently in 2010 <clears throat> uh, a lot of the Premier Division clubs asked for it to be brought back which might surprise people given how we how they all put out reserve teams but apparently a lot of the clubs actually wanted it to be brought back because remember it was gone for about 10 years now. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah. Probably for that reason. Probably, yeah. to get guys. Like Aidan Price is doing a great job. Royce is doing a great job. And obviously the management of the club are, are observing the players on a daily, weekly basis and it, it's a carrot for guys to say, well, you'll get a run on the team. You know, yeah. it's albeit Leinster senior league it's still going to be up like Moctus will be a very strong Leinster senior league team you're not going to get an easy ride off them it's, it if anything it might be even a little bit more raw than hmm. playing in, in the premier league
0: the nineteens were impressed with that day when they the, beat Moctus.
1: i wasn't as i yeah. say i wasn't at the game yeah. but it, it 1-0 i think they did and uh, like Moctis would have a lot of serious players you know the ex league of Ireland and they certainly wouldn't wouldn't roll over because it's Rovers 19th so they wouldn't be saying we'll give these uh, a handy time it will be a physical good physical game so I think it's beneficial
0: yeah well this is actually the first time on the show that neither host was at a competitive match because the first time since February 2017 when we started doing the show and neither Garrow nor myself were in Kilkenny to see a dance to the Senior Cup tie against uh, Thomastown.
1: Which we lost 1-0. Which we lost 1-0, well. yeah. So
0: my 72-match mm. my streak is over, Jim. Honourful. Following the hoops up and down the country and around Europe. Came to an abrupt end. And I couldn't make Cork either, so sad times. But I decided not to go to Celtic. Let I me mean, just be clear about that. Yeah. Okay. So Aidan Price was in the dugout instead of Bradzer. Although Bradzer could be seen giving a few instructions... Uh, about substitutions and things so the team was a mix of first team players and other 19s you had Ali Lukey Brando Balger Minor, and Boyd they all started and uh, young Sean Boyd just cannot catch a break
1: he got injured I at believe, the moment early yeah. in the game
0: yeah. he should have had a penalty in the first half which actually resulted in his injury and come on off early on top of all the niggles he's had throughout the season so he can't catch a break
1: no he's a very unlucky player and again personal opinion a frustrating player for me that when he is fit he gets his chance and I I don't know body language just doesn't Sure, <laughs> it's he, he he makes two or three runs and then the hands go to the hips and it just to me looks wrong
0: if ever a player but, needed a goal though just yeah, to set no, him no, off come here yeah.
1: none of this is personal yeah. it's it's uh, I don't know these people you know it's it's uh, but when you're standing watching, it can look lazy. And maybe it's not. Maybe that's his way of recovering. Could be his, his demeanour, yeah. yeah. Uh, but from the stand, it can look yeah. lazy. Look, I've I seen him score a wonder goal in Portugal in the pre-season. He scored a great goal against Bowe's. Maybe that goal came too early for him. I don't know. It's uh, He has something about him or he wouldn't be there. There's definitely something there. Yeah. We've not seen
0: him recapture his first season's form. No.
1: And for a guy so big, I, I, I often think it it's easy for me to say sitting on a bar still. But uh, it, it, uh, it looks like he's he's easily knocked off the ball.
2: Hmm.
1: I'm not here to knock Sean <laughs> Boyd. Or, or, but if I compare him back to rover strikers of the past, it's very hard for me to compare uh, lots of the ones we've had in recent years to... Yeah. Uh, to guys like Noel Larkin, who, who they had that Kevin Moran thing about them where they'd put their head in where other guys wouldn't put their boot. They were, I don't know, braver maybe is the word. I don't
0: know. Mm. Uh, chances in the game. The penalty I mentioned uh, Boyd was caught in a tangle with Poynton, who was playing centre half, but uh, referee Tommy had judged Boyd to have committed the foul, so no penalty. Uh, Miley had a couple efforts. Ali had a close range shot saved by Saba. And the only goal came from Rowan Murray in the twenty-fifth minute. Uh, were you surprised that Kevin Horgan didn't play? Keen Clark was in goal.
1: Is he fit, or, or that's the yeah. question? I, I, I don't know is. the answer. If he's fit, I think it would be very harsh on Kevin Horgan. But I also think Keen Clark probably needs to be given a few games because, particularly with Gavin now sort of overtaking him in the pecking order mm. I think he's a good keeper and I've been told he really loves Rovers like so he wants to play for Rovers so I don't know from a goalkeeping crisis <laughs> according to some now we've we've been we've, we have an abundance of goalkeepers we now have an abundance yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. very hard and I I assume they want to keep them all happy or as happy as they can mm. so maybe that's the reason
0: well, from all reports, it uh, sounded like Aaron Bulger was a standout player for us. Uh, Tahoop on the forum said we didn't play too badly, but we we're seriously lacking any composure or presence up front. And uh, any word on how Smithers looked? Him?
1: I, I don't know. We played yesterday. He came on uh, against Celtic. It was it was very hard to judge yesterday. I don't look at it. it's. Uh, it was unfortunately it was a bit embarrassing. Uh, we were out of our depth. Although I would say we had a couple of players that actually I thought done really well. Aaron Bulger again. I I I'm a big big fan of Aaron Bulger. Mm. Uh, I don't know why he's dropped out of the pecking order. I understand he is leaving certain stuff, but uh, to me, I I I like him in the team. I think he's for such a small guy. by God does he put in a shift. And I think he's very creative. And if anything, he gets a bit frustrated with players around him not maybe been at the same level. I could be wrong, but uh, if I was a betting man, I think Aaron Bulger would go on to have a, a very good future as a footballer.
0: No, I'd be shocked if he didn't.
1: Yeah, I I, I I rate him highly. By the way,
0: you are supposed to say the spinners was excellent. So I, I set you up for that one, and you failed. Sorry. Well, <laughs>
2: I'm joking. It's, it's, okay. it's, uh,
0: it's just It's an ongoing gag in the show. Right. Uh, so now Dean Dillon in this game, uh, he's been loaned out to Longford for the rest of the season. Is that a good move?
1: Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. Although, the guy scores goals and we we don't have an abundance of goal-scoring strikers at the moment. So, if he went and scored 10 goals for the remainder of the, se- the mm. season for Longford, I'd probably be a little bit disappointed that we didn't give him a try ourselves but he, again, I think he's only 17. He's, he's really oh no, he's, old, he's older than that. Not much. I don't know for sure. I think sure. he might be 18, 19. He's a young guy anyway. Yeah. It's. Uh, I hope he does well. I hope he does well. In fairness, Longford are very... They were beaten last night, but they, they, uh, they're They very much in the promotion hunt anyway. So. Uh, Why
0: well, is Longford always the home of these players we loan out? It seems to be Longford a lot in the last... Ten years or so?
1: I don't know. Maybe there's good relationships there. between. Uh, well, Tony Cousins was there for a long time, so mm. Tony obviously would have had good pals around Roberts. It's Neil Fenn now. We did yeah. have him for a very brief very period. Briefly uh, there, yeah. But uh, it's, it's probably a good outlet uh, in that, you know, you going know, kind to of compete with them. And yeah. first division's a good division for guys to cut their teeth.
0: We send Dobsey out to Wexford who were like struggling yes. at the bottom at the time. At least Longford are challenging for the exactly. playoffs.
1: Which is a better I I think Dobsey started great with Wexford first couple of games. He was we were sort of saying Jesus he's not their underscar- I think he scored five in the first three or four games and we are saying we could have done with him back at the base. <laughs> but uh, I haven't heard much about him in recent times now.
0: So just while we're on uh, Dundalk let's talk about uh, them a little bit firstly the flag did you see that I did yeah so we had a picture of uh, McAlaney, their new signing and a couple of other players and manager Stephen Kenny all appeared in the photograph with a picture of the Dundalk flag with a piercing through the crest of rovers triumphantly so your opinion on this
1: well let's just say I don't love Dundalk anyway so <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh I think it's a bit embarrassing, really. If I'm yeah, honest, it's very cringy. For, Camira, if it was just ten fans with the flag, I no issue with that because
0: apparently kids made Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, but I I wouldn't have had. Exactly. I'd hate to see Stephen Bradley and and. That's exactly my point. Uh, yeah. I, I here, football's such a small game as well. Like, McIlhenney could have been a Roberts players this week. I think if negotiations had went our way and next of all he's standing like, I, I just find it very strange for her yeah I've no the flag itself is the flag itself they don't like us we don't like them so that I've no issue with but when you saw, I think Chris Shields was in the picture he was, it was yeah. Where, yeah, yeah nah
0: I saw them dark fans saying that he he still cringes over the the two in a row we did it in Tallawan. he says that yeah. still gives nightmares but he doesn't care about this one because kids made it and who cares but I'm agreeing with you on that, like, no one put a gun to Stephen Kenny's head or she to, to stand, to stand pro- in I, front of it.
1: Yeah, the only thing, I, I can't make any excuses for them, no, no. For, 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 but,
0: but, but imagine, uh, like, we've got a quote here from Pat Tuhi, imagine having a superior team and still having us on their mind. I mean, we're down in fourth and no threat to them. Could you imagine Michael Neal when we were winning leagues? How much thought would he have put to the team in fourth or fifth?
1: Probably none. Probably none and probably the chances of getting them to stand into a photograph with or without a flag for fans would have been small. Like I Zero I'd say, yeah. It's uh I don't know. It's very hard to it's small minded, it's 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 petty, it's it's brutal, but <laughs> come here it's <laughs> your spot on El Paso what do you expect
0: and I heard the lads were actually looking at it after training in Rousetown and you can almost hear them cringe from here in Crumlin but uh, as I said the Ndalk have signed Patrick McElhaney and uh, Georgie Keddy, First Division top scorer
1: with UCD two, two great signings and yeah. come here I'm a Rovers fan and I want the best for Rovers, but a bloody good squad there's a lot of players there. That and
0: they have a bloater squad at this stage. They do,
1: yeah, yeah, they do. And you, you said that the lad that scored uh, the other night in in Talla would have been Galway's top scorer, Ronald Murray Yeah, uh, would have went with a big name there, or certainly he played in the Premier League. They were relegated, so he scored mm. plenty of goals, and uh, he doesn't get a kick of a ball like he's he's playing Leinster Senior Cup. So,
0: do you get the impression that Knox signed some of these players so that ourselves and Cork couldn't have them? Probably not. I think mean, that's
1: a bit, little bit far-fetched. The,
0: the Murray but, one did seem like that to me. That the Cor- maybe, Cork maybe. were after him. I haven't
1: thought about it. Yeah. But maybe. Because uh, Cork
0: were in for him now. And as you say, they're not playing him. It does seem like they're kind of possibly fending off the rivals in that way. And they have the money to do it.
1: Well, Hoban or Huben, whatever way you want Hoban you say say Hoban on this show yeah well I'd be along that route. has had a really good season and I don't know is he hedging his bets that if this isn't going to work out that he can alternate I don't know I don't Mm. know I don't want to be throwing bouquets at Dundalk but (laughs) I I definitely don't want to be rocks maybe but uh, they've they've a they've a very good squad and that young lad from U C D First Division's a different it is a different league. But I, I, I think he he's gonna score goals for them as well. But will he play? That's the I don't know. Like the squad gets bigger and yeah. the pool of strikers in the league gets smaller, I suppose, for like we're badly struggling for a striker. In my mm. opinion. Dan Carr does some wonderful things but he's not I still don't think he's a 20 goal a season. He has
0: 7 so far. I reckon he's going to get up to 12 or 13. Which granted isn't 20, but...
1: It's not all his fault in the, the way the team has been set up at the moment. He's a, a lone striker. It's difficult. We don't give great service at the moment, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Two strikers. So they don't get a lot of chances. But I don't think... Dan is a match winner enough... I don't,
0: I like the kind of goals he scored though. Every time he oh, scored th- it's been when he's poaching the box like having a whip, whip whipping a good ball for him. The goal against Bowles was just out of
1: world. Come here, he scores very good goals and, and, and I'm glad we have him. Yeah. I'm not giving out about him. But Will he get 20? Pre- I don't know. Well take 30 away for example it would have met you up there. Uh, yeah. Uh, how many chances did he have that night? Four? Five?
0: he he missed some bad ones and the one in the Derry the dairy home game um, the chances he missed were harder than the one he took
1: and scored yeah, it was a brilliant goal the, the, the turn yeah. was fantastic again I'm not here to slay players yeah. I just worry about where that 20 goals and well, I think the
0: signs are good with Danny personally uh, we have to kind of reshape the team now because we've been playing with Burke and now it's going to be Finn off uh Kerr.
1: So, yeah, which which yeah. could work out wonderful, but on Friday, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give out, out the team. We, we we defended really well, but we had very little going forward. In my opinion, again, it's just, uh, I'm, I'm not paid to pick players, or but we were disappointed going forward, and yet I came home very happy in that we got a good nil all draw away to Cork, and I don't know. But upfront, creativity is a problem. The
0: penalty yeah. they probably Celebrated. made everyone in a great mood. Like, S- I was reading Facebook earlier and not many people were actually talking about our chances because it was all bazoona, bazoona, bazoona.
1: We didn't have many chances. Yeah,
0: it was probably for that reason. Yeah. But just getting back but, to Dun, Dundalk yeah, for a moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've lost a the player for free and bought him back six months later for 50,000. So, from a business point of view, not very clever. Brads are actually in the paper you he warned that it could make League of Ireland clubs look very foolish
1: yeah uh, I actually seen Stephen Kenny reacting to that on, <laughs> on a, a Twitter thing this morning I don't know Look, like he certainly didn't want to lose him for free he's a really good player if they have the 50 grand
0: I suppose we we're in the same boat if Trevor Clark goes away and becomes available in six months we'd probably buy him
1: too well I would yeah, like you're, there's there's certain players that are worth a fee. Arguably, they all are. Just the league we're in is uh, is not.
0: I'd agree in a general sense that it it makes the league look bad. But I suppose it's not Stephen Stephen Kenny's job to make the league look good. That's just that's a long no, recurring problem of it's, English clubs looking down at us and not paying much of a fee for our players.
1: I think all of them need the money as well. It's 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 one of them unlucky ones in in where he ended up. I think. Mm. I think other guys have come home from England and the fee way. You know what I mean? It's it's. Uh, mm. I think all of them are not much better off than League of Ireland clubs at the minute, unfortunately. But uh, come here, whatever done to do, shouldn't be our concern. Really, it's it's uh, it's what we do. To make us better than them that I care about, no.
0: Normally we wouldn't talk about them this much. But I suppose yeah. there's been a bit of back and forth in the media. Like Caulfield said, they can't compete financially with the doc, and then Brazier pretty much echoed those words, didn't he? We can't compete.
1: Well, I I, I don't like that. It's uh, and Caulfield's a moan if you ask me. Look, mm. it's uh, the grass is too long, it's too dry, it's too. Between the two of them, I don't know, is that the media have created that sort of friction there i don't know i don't know it doesn't interest me anyway what uh cork i think are being disingenuous by saying they can't compete the, the best crowds in the league which i take my hat off to them the, the places as an away fan there was a decent yeah, place to they've run. worked on that for years it's, it's, that uh, home crowd oh uh, yeah so they've a decent budget uh They've won league, so they've won prize money. They've,
0: they've just won eight hundred thousand without kicking a ball. Exactly. So that.
1: But as I say, the main concern, and I suppose you're no different, is is uh, is how we compete with that on the budget we do have mm. to make ourselves better and be able to beat them. That's that's Hang really up. where I am on that. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> so we drew Neil Neil and Cork on Friday. Uh, Greg Bolliger and Boyle came back in. Uh, they were suspended the previous week. Yeah. They came in for Macaz there and Custrain. So uh, it was three at the back, or five at the back, as you, as you would say. So you had O'Brien, Pico and Grace we're as the three. And then yeah.
1: we had Cabo left and hmm. and Ethan back right. And then in the middle we we'd Greg, uh, Ronan, Sam Bone and uh, Dan up front.
0: So I think Joey O'Brien has only played right back in a four once, and that was in Cork the first, first time. yeah. In March, Other than that, he's been centre back or in a three.
1: Yeah. Well, as far as I know, Ian. Arguably, we were 3-5-2 on Friday, but I yeah. would more suggest we were f- playing five at the back.
0: Well, the reason uh, i bring uh, you, doing this up is because we're going to do a start of Nevin's predictions later. And I would play Joey O'Brien right back over Eden. Yeah. Although, as I said last week, I think he's a good influence on um, Grace. Because if you notice against Derry, was Grace was kind of shaky at times.
1: Yeah, which has only crept in in the last few weeks. It's uh,
0: Coincidentally, when O'Brien wasn't beside him. So I yeah. wonder, was that a factor?
1: I love Pico I, I like the three. In fairness, the three that played at centre. But I think Joey's a very good, calm, and now he gave away a sloppy penalty. He always young Gav point pint of milk. I think. <laughs> but uh, I like him in the team. The first game, I think that was his debut maybe in Cork. It was, yeah. And uh, he wasn't up to the pace. He came, uh, came off after and, about an hour. Yeah, he, he he just ran out of legs. But to me, I think he... I would have liked to see more of him. I think that the sending off in Inchicore probably stopped him playing. Well, obviously, he got a band with... Uh, I I like the that three Lee Grace mm. Pigo and and uh, Joey, and then the jury's out. Ethan Boyle, I <laughs> I think he's a really fine lump of a young lad. Like it's it's, <laughs> it's uh, but I'd like to see it. Like on Friday night, it's a bit frustrating. Him and Cavo didn't they don't bomb on enough, bomb on enough for me. Uh, particularly if if it's in that sort of when you do have three good solid centre halves, I think you do have a bit of a license to get on a small bit. Mm. Now, obviously not when you're defending, but there are times in the game when you need to get out. And I thought some of the time, some of the time, it's hard to blame them because there's nothing in front of them. Even when they have the ball, there's no outlet ball. It's uh, it's strange when we're playing that sort of very defensive five at the back.
0: One thing I like about Brandon Cavan is that he. He always seems to want to show himself and offer himself. He wants the ball. And he wants to do something attacking with it as well. He wants to play the forward and yeah, well, find space he, or a player.
1: He got taken off on, on Friday night. I don't know, had he a knock or, or. And some of the nice little things we did do, he was very much involved in a couple mm. of lovely little triangles with him and Finn. And, How did Greg play, do you think? I think Greg bulgered a good game on Friday night.
0: He's, he seems up for it with those court defensively
1: Defensively, he made one really great tackle with about 10 minutes to go. We, i tell you what killed us on Friday night is it didn't cost us, but we gave away and Ethan would have been guilty again of silly frees. Carl Shepard's a very intelligent footballer and he bought three or four free kicks on Friday that if he was in our team, I'd love him, but it was very frustrating mm. because he doesn't compete, he backs in. He, Look, like he, he definitely bought three or four, but they're all in dangerous positions where...
0: Like the one in Daily Mount you gave away. Yeah, Herbics. exactly. Yeah. And,
1: and uh, it wasn't just Ethan. That one of the frees near the end was Ethan. Uh, mm. But uh, I think we could do it being a small bit more street smart and maybe Joey will...
0: Being cuter, yeah.
1: I think we'll, we'll have a big influence on how these guys develop, I hope.
0: Yeah, Joey for me is one of the first names in the team she, at this stage.
1: For his experience, like in fairness, he has done it, so it's uh, and he's been good, he's he's, yeah. uh, he's solid, lacks a little bit of pace, but I think his brains get him like
0: overcome that. I, I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, the big decision in that starting lineup, of course, was the goalkeeper. So, you had Adam Manis waiting two months at the club, finally eligible to play for us in a league game for the first time, had to settle for a place on the bench. So if you had said this to us three months ago, that Manus wouldn't play in this game, I think it's fair to say we'd have all stormed the training ground with uh, pitchforks. But uh, an inspired decision as it turned out. Just yeah. aside from the penalty for a moment, what a massive call that was. Huge. It was, was surprise So brave.
1: And it happened to be down there early and i seen the warm-up. So the three keepers and the, the coach were out and Alan looked. He's a beast of a man. He looked yeah. fantastic in the... I know it's only warm-ups, not game, but uh, Alan Maness is going to be very good for us. And But it, the predicament was there because Gavin had three clean sheets. Very hard to... Do, like. It was such a could,
0: weird one, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. And in fairness to the young lad, he, he's, he's done brilliant. It, and the penalty save was just... It was, it's right up there. Look, it's it, <laughs> no matter who saved that penalty. It was it wasn't a badly struck penalty. It was no, really well. There was a bit of power penalty. on that. And uh, I'm delighted for the young lad. It's 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 great. It's great to have competition. If we had the same competition in other positions, yeah, don't we, worry. We, back to what you were saying about Dundalk. Maybe you were saying it's overloaded, but there's probably two or three guys fighting for every spot in that Dundalk team. Guys that arguably can come in and do a job, so I don't know. Budgets, I'd I'd rather have more quality and a smaller squad than 30 people that are not up to the job, you know, or two the same. Know what you mean, yeah. But uh, But keeper wise, I think we're in a good place now, you can safely say. I'd be amazed if Alan doesn't play on Thursday, mind you
0: well that's another big call
1: it's a big call but
0: the way it's gone, Razor will keep the, uh, Bizzuno the, in
1: the only thing I can say is I don't fear for the the young lad if he does play he he, he's, he, he, he strikes me as being a, just a really confident chap and then we did let a couple through his hands and none of that was mentioned no one mentioned that that's for sure he made three or four really good catches but there's two that that, that got away that we weren't punished for so does that make
0: you lean towards Maniston for Thursday or would you have just had that anyway
1: well is Alan there to be a coach or is he there to play I think he's there to play Hmm. and I think Gavin has loads of time on his hands but having said that he's done nothing wrong if he plays him on Thursday I won't say that was mad but it would
0: be hard to argue against Forkley and Sheets in a row no uh, no no.
1: but
2: uh,
0: you drove down the Cork anyway Jim does uh, anyone else typically be there uh, at the Tonermobile? Mobile?
1: Uh, well, I had two of the young lads with me on. There were to be three, but one of them had to work with four lads. So there was just three of us, myself and my youngest two, Mark and Kevin. So your sons would be big into rovers? All four, yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Do any of them play or look looking to get into the, the academy? Eventually, or?
1: Uh, in rovers? Yeah. Well, the oldest two both played 19s James played for Athlone for a couple of years and Andrew believe it or not played for the dark side (laughs) 19s so uh, he's currently with UCD's Leicester Senior League team and the eldest lad is doing his just started his UEFA A licence he's uh, Longford Towns 15s manager so he would have been the coach at the Longford 19s last year but they're involved they all love football i suppose i gave them a, if nothing else <laughs> i gave them a, and then the little guys one plays local and the other the youngest man mark plays for saint francis
0: you had an unusual situation there recently where uh, jason mm. mclean's son was playing for i think was cabin tedy for their 15s against rovers so you had his dad going to the game watching Rovers in the 15th game cheering on the opponents. But well, there I, you I go.
1: actually watched Andrew play for yeah. Bowes. He actually marked Sean by it <laughs> uh, and and they beat Rovers four-one on the day. Actually, oh, yeah. uh, it's uh, come here. i Rovers through and through. Now divided, no. He won no. a league with them, but uh, would I be chanting about? No, no. Or him for that matter. Football, Irish football is such a small. Would they have loved to play for Rovers? James and of course that that will be their dream, but uh, football doesn't work the the way it. Maybe they weren't good enough to play for hours. Yeah, it's yeah. not an
0: ideal world. No, no. But uh, what was our crowd like down in Cork?
1: Pretty good. It was not as good as the the Monday night game, believe it yeah. or not. Now bear in mind we're up against Brazil. We're playing in the World Cup, so it's. Uh, I thought it was a decent crowd. They'd probably.
0: Two fifty-three hundred. I saw a picture. Yeah, it looks smaller than the the previous well, one. We filled but, it. But it we filled good.
1: it on the Monday night. Yeah, no, no, it was, it was, we're still the best travelling support in the in the no matter where we go and no matter what we bring, it'll still be better than than anybody else. Do you remember
0: that picture side by side of us down in Cork on a, a regular Monday, and balls down in Cork on a bank holiday Monday, and I we did. just had twice what they had.
1: Well, I I I actually enjoy that because I think you could bring the Bowser ace apart now in a high ace for most <laughs> of the games. It's, uh, i seen them on Soccer Republic a few weeks ago in Cork on a Friday night, I think. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Was there 20 of them? I, mm. Come here. All this talk about the big club in this country. We are the big club in this country and unfortunately, we're not winning the way we used to do. Or mm. But I honestly think if we can just click if think, a, a title again and get get it back to, I think Rovers is the b the, well, there's no question in terms of support Rovers is, is is the biggest club. Although you have to take your hats off the cock the last couple of years. But where were they when the team was gone? Like I've I I've, I've I've seen that and they're certainly not good travelling support. They've never came to Tala and...
0: Yeah, that's one thing that was disappointing about them. Their crowd in Tala is quite low. Brubal. Yeah,
1: yeah. In fairness, Pats bring a good gang. Bowls bring a good gang.
0: I'm hesitant to compliment Dublin teams. Though, Not even for, for bringing For bringing no, a big crowd mean? to Talla, But no, 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 but it's... It, Derry last two weeks ago as well. Oh, no, sure. It pitiful.
1: It's pitiful. Oh, yeah, it's fine. And we hadn't know.
0: played any football in, what was it, Two, well, two
1: weeks. No, Rovers have a core support that yeah. if Rovers were playing in Outer Mongolia in the Champions League or Europa <laughs> League,
0: whatever. For me, Gabriel prepared to jump on a camel to Kazakhstan,
1: yeah, whatever no, the draw you see, was. And it'd there still be, you wouldn't be on your own. Is what I'm saying is yeah. it's, it's Rovers have a great support. I just wish more of them, that people that actually proclaim to follow them, follow them more. That's might yeah. sound a bit weird but uh like Tala to me is crying out for f- to be filled to the rafters Yeah. I don't know if you remember that we. I'm just looking at a picture on the wall there of Del Piero we played Juve lost one nil, and on the Sunday we'd balls beat them 3-0 the Gary Twig picture there actually yeah. he's from Southside and the place was oh, I think there was 8,000 in Tala that day like the East End hadn't had two people from o c seats. Oh, was you that know, that one? Yeah. It, it was just fantastic and the place was rocking.
0: Beat them three now with ten. Yeah, and
1: Padjo kicked your man out of Robert. That <laughs> ah, was great. One of the best days ever following Robert's, actually. But uh, I think the facilities are so good. It's I don't understand the apathy to people going to watch it. Maybe they'll say that the quality is not good enough, but it, I don't know there's... I watched enough good games to hold my you know what i mean it's mm. it's a uh,
0: well facilities wise, you've no excuse with the uh, talent and turners cross because they're arguably the best two grounds in the country do you enjoy yeah. going to turners
1: i do yeah, yeah 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 and particularly this year they've uh they the because water-ups. the facilities yeah, e- yeah even going into the ground there's a half civil sort of a person it's it's not like you're a criminal going into the ground Limerick the same pretty decent yeah they're always good yeah. uh, they certainly aren't made feel uh, under suspicion Sligo I hate I hate them they're, they're uh, I feel a little of hatred edition coming here <laughs> no no the worst like, as bad as people Dundalk the facilities are terrible right but you know what you're going to but in Sligo I don't know, they go out of their way to antagonise Rovers fans are really Yeah, I
0: know what you mean. You kind of every time I go to Sligo I just yeah, expect yeah. better. And I never get it. Whereas Dundalk I'm kinda of like, Yeah well I know what's coming here.
1: Yeah, yeah. And It's not nice and it is what it is. But uh, when it'll be nice going to O'Reilly again is when we're beating them. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 like we beat them last year, one 0 up there. That's it and that's a great day. We drew with them in the cup good days in Oriel. That
0: was some people's highlights of last this, season. Actually, that that win because it just it was in the middle of the summer between I think the two legs in Europe. Yeah, and it just came out of nowhere,
1: didn't it? And it was it was a Sunday game. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, come here, if we're competing up there, we don't care about the facilities. Am I right or wrong? Do you know what I mean? It's it's it's. Uh,
0: You're right, but I don't know how much longer. People can put up with these facilities like Owen Rice last week said he's actually not been in a few years. I know people yeah. that don't go, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I've no get like four lads, and, and come here because we just we, uh, we have I could have two of them, or one of them, or three of them. With we've talked about, them we've talked
0: about the women's titles in this show up there a few yeah. times, it genuinely gets under my skin. But yeah. uh, as for Cork, Paul O'Connell's Burger Watch continued Jim, with the, the Turner's Tat, and uh, he said. One is not sure if it was produced with the nonsensical Irish ramblings of Dave Barry, sat on an RTE couch once a month, or if it ed- indeed came from the actual Mitchellstown. Can we make a book of these reviews? Because.
1: On burgers? Yeah, because I think they're amazing. Well, you're the one that I was. Every time I see you, you don't do the <laughs> chips walking into the ground, you have the burger. Yeah? <laughs> it's, uh,
0: I don't need the chips. It just The burger is just the amount of nutrition I need at that time. <laughs>
1: Can't believe we're talking about burgers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> These reviews are works for art though, come on.
1: I don't buy many burgers on the in League of Ireland grounds, but uh I had one in the Brandywell recently. It was I was starving so it was grand. But uh, yeah. other than that I can't. No, really I like the Brandywell
0: you know. burger, I was I was a fan of that one. So you don't think we attacking wise made many chances on the night?
1: No. No. Our first shot I think was Greg Bulger went about just seven or eight minutes before half time, and he plays it. I'd like to see him shooting more because in the warm up, which I don't first, normally yeah. see, he was pinging balls into the top corner and bottom <laughs> corner, and with yeah. good goalies, you know. looking enough,
0: I was just I was watching BBC yesterday and uh, Alan Shearer, who's normally quite bland anyway, but he was saying that he never warms up. He never used to warm up before games because he was afraid that if he scored on the top corner. He He's won. like, well, I won't do that again during the game now. So I thought that was actually a good
1: point, yeah. We'll get, we'll get Greg and Roland <laughs> to step out of the, <laughs> Yeah, And Sam, look, like, they all have a shot on them. Yeah. It's, we're just not scoring enough from midfield, in my opinion. I've been banging them with that it's, for weeks. Uh, yeah, And it, Dan Carr is isolated. It's, it, and he, he does his best. But then I feel sorry, sometimes he doesn't compete for me. He doesn't. He does Gary, jump Gary, out
0: of headers sometimes, doesn't he? Yeah.
1: I think he hauls back here and there. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Gary Shaw last year, who I feel very sorry for, uh, he like last year he took some clatters and bangs week him. No, he'd wear a and,
0: face mask for a month.
1: Yeah, but it, it was every game. He t- but he took it, got up, took it, got up, and he scored a good, decent few goals. Hmm. And this year, God love him, the chap can't buy a goal. He can't even buy it. He, it's a football's a cruel game, and when you see Sean Boyd coming on ahead of him, I, I personally, I think Gary Shaw deserves a bit more than that. But that's I per- I don't know Gary Shaw from a bar soap. but uh, he he he's a Newbridge lad. I live in Nice, but uh, he seems like a nice. Not a chance, not. Hmm. But it's. No, I'm, he, he I'm, didn't get many chances this year. Now with open Dundalk, he missed a golden up if he scored in Oriel.
0: Yeah, that one-on-one, I remember that.
1: I, I think his season would be completely different because for one, it would have been a goal. It would have been a very important goal. I think, and then that, your yeah. your your confidence, your. Chelsea saw happened. a player
0: who could very easily turn it on again. And recapture what he did last year. He's, I he's not, he's not going to fall away and become an nobody.
1: He's well, he going to def- come back, it, for sure. Probably to haunt us. Probably. Probably. Probably.
0: But no, and, he's a good yeah. player. He'll definitely be back. But uh, So the penalty was on the arrow mark. Uh, sadly, as we said, it wasn't a weak shot. Oh, he had a bit of paranoia. Gavin was at full stretch. Uh, it was
1: super safe. It was. And he really, like, it was a soft penalty hmm. in that. Joey got caught wrong side, and and it was a stonewaller. There was no arguing that that it was a penalty. But uh, it was a really well-struck penalty, and it was in front of us. So it was almost celebrated like a goal, (laughs) which for the young lad is brilliant. uh,
0: 16 years of age. Save a penalty away to the reigning champions for his fourth clean sheet in a row.
1: And from a really good player, like sadly, there's a decent footballer. Uh, no, brilliant! Bring it on! It's great. It's and just unreal. It, it? it, it's it's wonderful.
0: Yeah. And he stayed on his line for the most part, unlike some of these keepers in the World Cup. I I
1: from where I'm standing in the <laughs> ground, I can't see. Well, I've seen the video. Yeah, there was a wonderful photograph somebody took. It's just.
0: There was two, I know. There's one where he one showed where him stretching.
1: It, it, uh, There's
0: another from behind the net as well. But probably the stretching one is the best.
1: But it just it, it, it's, it's a really striking photograph. It's a anyway. stun. That photo is going to be remembered oh, for. I think his mum and dad years. were at the game. His yeah. younger brother goes to all the games. actually said hello to him when, because my youngest lad knows that it's his younger brother for whatever reason. And I just had a quick word with him and said had him well done but uh, he can do anything in football
0: the world (laughs) the world's his oyster
1: definitely and I hope he either becomes a Rovers legend or goes on to do even bigger and better things and generates plenty of money for Rovers. I'd be
0: very sad if we didn't get one or two seasons out of him now and he left already I understand it's football it's just the way the world goes round but well,
1: I, I, I've no insight into nor the, do I I heard rumours that all the clubs are already looking at him and we half the was, Premier League were at that dairy game Brandon. so I don't know it's, um, uh, but even with Alan there it's, it's a big predicament because Alan Manis isn't going to sit there either behind no, of course a 16 year old know. so it's uh, he's done really well but it's four games Hmm. So, like, Kevin Horgan probably had four very good games after a few calamitous ones to get hmm. himself back. You know what I mean? It's, uh, yeah. And I think he's a good kid as well. It's it's. Uh,
0: if you notice, the comments online, everybody just has nothing but good things to say about him on a personal level.
1: Kevin Horgan?
0: No, uh, well, Kevin uh, as well, yeah. but Gavin Bizzuno. Because yeah. he's such a humble kid. I mean, even after the game. He uh, didn't even want the applause. Uh, yeah.
1: the Manus and, and Horgan had to bring him kind of to, to milk exactly, the applause yeah. a bit. You know,
0: Manus brought him over and said, no, this is your moment. Yeah, Think, go over yeah, there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I was impressed with that, actually, that the, the goalkeepers union was... That was
0: another great photo, the three of them. Yeah, no, no. Manus and Kazoon embracing. Horgan's behind Kazoon as well. It looks very encouraging. If you,
1: know? you take it that Kevin has now went to from first choice to third choice in the space of a, sh- a short injury <laughs> and Tomer got is is uh, he wasn't he didn't even travel with the team so
0: and he's had to hand a, his number one shirt to Alan apparently
1: yeah no no it's, it's a cruel game it's a cruel game but we did need to resolve the goalkeeping situation so as a <laughs> fan as cruel as it is you can't just keep watching mistake after mistake either and say that'll be alright when it's
0: as someone said on mm. Facebook it's mental how we've gone from seemingly not having a proper goalkeeper at all because the mistakes were so calamitous for there for a couple of months to having the two best keepers in the league it looks like we've gone from that to that in two short months, space of time
1: in yeah, six weeks two months is that
0: just Rawr in a nutshell or is that just it's a
1: bit of it yeah it's yeah. crazy now I also think the press made it like we know when when our keepers making bad mistakes but you know Press this didn't your own. help yeah. Yeah. definitely not and Alan Cawley, for example, lashed robbers out of it on Soccer Republic and you,
2: hmm.
1: we probably didn't need it. He was stating the obvious anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not like Bradler's in the in the in the dugout saying he done well today when when mistake outfield players make lots of mistakes for example Joey O'Brien made a mistake we give away a penalty. Ethan Boyle made a mistake Friday night that could have cost a goal but the they get away with... It. Goalkeepers don't get away with mistakes. Or and, almost never get away and with And strikers too. I mean, strikers, is exactly. Which
0: often don't even make the highlight packages, how many chances are missed. Oh, sure. And they. it's not mentioned, you know. No, no. They get they away get with murder sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But my problem with Collie... I have no problem with Collie coming on, sorry about I like Alan Collie. I've met him a few times. And also. pointing out the mistakes he made with the keepers. Because a lot of what he said was true. My problem with him was when he used the words, Shannon. this could cost him the job. I don't like this whole no and, uh, speculating what could result in a manager leaving and was an, it's almost was, like urging it to happen who was it that
1: said that he should hand back his wages Oh, uh, that was that was Fabio O'Brien that, so about Greg yeah, yeah come here that was cringy it is because at the end of the day we're sitting here talking about our hobby these guys that's their job and yeah. it's not a, it's not the be all and end all of jobs like it's not like being in the Premier League the very top players earn a reasonable wage that they'll have for 10 or 15 years or if everything goes well. But there's there's players playing in the first division for 50 quid and 100 quid. And so work that scale up to where you are in the pecking order at Premier League clubs. There's guys working for very small money to be footballers. They yeah. don't set out to be bad footballers. They all want to better themselves It's uh and, and for them to be that sort of stuff, hand back your way. Just who hasn't done a bad week's work where, for whatever personal reason, yeah, you just seem deliberately over the top yeah, to just get yeah, attention, yeah, to
0: be honest. Yeah. But uh, I have a staff for you actually about the Penno save. Yeah, it's the first time Aurora's Kibar has saved a Penno since Richard Brush in Sligo five years ago. There you go, <laughs>
1: Richard Brush. Oh, my god.
0: So I had noticed that earlier this season I noticed we never seem to save penalties. apparently Gavin was watching back Cork's penos from this season on the bus to the game oh, that's much. how studious this kid is he was actually already thinking about Cork's pennos
1: it was brilliant
0: yeah there you go very good and uh, Twitter ran mental over this yeah he got over he, this he
1: <laughs> his exposure considering it was the night of a yeah Brazil quarter final yeah. and Brazil got out of the World Cup. Everyone was talking. Every about it. but all the agencies, the extra time, you know, all the footbally ones. Yeah, all, and even I noticed other clubs even or fans of other clubs put it up. That's when Isn't it got some strange. Cork guys put it up.
0: That's when it got really weird. But I noticed fans of other clubs saying nice things about rovers and about our keeper. There was even one or two compliments towards Bradder where I think hell nearly froze over. Like, these are bows and Corks fans. Yeah, yeah. Saying that that was brave Carl, playing him.
1: I didn't see any Bowls, but I did see a couple <laughs> of Cork guys uh, that, that put up the the video and, and hats off them. It is an incredible story, in fairness. That's an experience. amazing story. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, if he does end up leaving, what's the minimum amount you would uh, want for Kevin Mazzullo? Oh, I, I, I can't answer that, Carl. It's... Uh,
1: Maloney is demanding 1 million euros ah well talk is cheap but uh, I don't know what the going rate for a potential wonderful keeper is (laughs) I think
0: he's an absolute freak of nature so it should be higher than most
1: yeah and it would depend when he goes you know it's uh, I I honestly don't know and I hope it's good for I did hear a rumour of 250 a few weeks ago At the Limerick away game, actually. Come here, I I don't know. I don't know what our financial state is at the minute. So, sometimes... So you're saying a million then? Oh, (laughs) two million.
0: (laughs) Right, so, notice that. First time since April 2015 that we kept four clean sheets in a row.
1: Well, that's impressive That was under nuts, yeah. Hmm.
0: And uh, first time in the league since a run of eight from the end of 2014 into 2015. That was actually early on in Fendon's time. We just went on this long run of. Of draws. clean sheets. Well, there was a few, yeah, a couple of nil nails in there, yeah. right? there yeah, for sure. But uh, tenants was 3,749. I suppose it's decent for for the night. Middle of the summer, of summer and it was, all that. Yeah, yeah. And they uh, were the first team to take a point at Turners Cross this season. They'd won 12 in a row. At home. Yeah,
1: no they're, they're a decent side. looked they
0: mm.
1: and uh, it was good. I thought we deserved a point actually in March. That Kevin, we gave away a penalty that we lost. We, we played
0: so well up until the penalty hadn't we? That yeah, much. yeah.
1: It's uh, and last year probably my favourite away day was we lost four one. Yeah, probably and, mine too. Uh, we would a brilliant crowd that night down there. And Clark, he scored a the goal, goal that put us one up. I think that goal um, it's
0: only second to the Wire Lane goal in terms of a goal I've seen live. It was just how good one. it was, and the crowd gone crazy. Yeah, and we had a great There's something crowd special about that goal.
1: There was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a, I, I, we went on to lose, but I think it was a Webby was sent off or McAllister. It was
0: McAllister? We were. One, yeah. It was one on early yeah. in the second half. Even. Yeah,
1: and then. We gave away some very, very soft goals. I remember from free kicks.
0: I think they're all from free kicks, aren't yeah, they? They're all, all four were set yeah, pieces, yeah. 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 But it, and then we it addressed was, it. In fairness, we didn't concede from a set piece for months after that game.
1: Yeah, yeah we weren't done with the set pieces that night.
0: Yeah, so four and beating for us. Bit of momentum and yeah, going into Europe,
1: of, exactly. Yeah, and and that's important too. That uh, it is important that we. Uh, we start stringing results together because we've been such a hit-and-miss team this year. Oh, big time. It's uh, it's just so up and down, isn't it, it? It is, yeah, yeah. And we some days we've been really good and some days we've been really bad. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it can be hard at times.
0: So, uh, other results from the weekend. We had uh, Derry beating Limerick 2-1. Dundalk won 3-1 away to Pats and Waterford one bohemians won so thankfully Waterford dropped points the same night we did so still seven yeah, points gap I, there
1: at the third i think we're, we're we're now starting to look like we might get third spot hopefully we do uh, they've been a revelation to the league by the way in my opinion i enjoyed the trip down there obviously yeah the result uh, yeah. full house huge rover support but in fairness it was full and
0: and we played really well. with We 10 played 10. really.
1: Well. We, we arguably, should have won the game. And Borky's goal, unbelievable. Yeah, but uh, I like the way no, they play. I like the
0: whole diamond thing. I do. And yeah, yeah, is yeah. Really
1: impressive. It's. Uh, I th- I thought I, th- I was half hoping Rovers would sign him from Limerick last year. Yeah. Yeah, uh, obviously it didn't happen. I'd love to sign I'd a
0: flare player like that sometime. we.
1: Yeah, we. I. Th- I th- because he, I don't think he's just a flair player. I think he does his share the work Absolutely, as well yeah. uh, we can't afford probably someone that's not going to work hard as well with the, the squad mm-hmm. we have but uh, he's a very impressive player for me anyway but uh, if, if if only we could get 10 teams in the division with the f- like Waterford have had good crowds Like the league is potentially so good that that's uh it bothers me greatly that there's not more people follow the league, you know. Mm. And it's great when you see Waterford coming up and, and uh, getting decent crowds and playing decent football, you know. Yeah,
0: I, I think we're going to have to beat them twice to uh, overtake them, though. I don't think... It's a seven-point gap. So unless we win in the RAC, I don't see third place for us.
1: Well, I'll be optimist today and say yeah we, we hopefully we'll go on and do that yeah yeah
2: mm-hmm.
0: so uh no hunt playing that game by the way yeah i think yeah. that must have been his okay. his second debut yeah
1: yeah good player yeah good yeah. for us too yeah. Isn't yeah, it? absolutely yeah, he
0: yeah. went alone to Waterford from the i think one season i
1: think that's the way it went
0: yeah 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 but uh yeah so that's 10 wins in a row for them doc they've actually equaled their their club record yeah, from the 60s guy. yeah and uh, Pats, I, I looked it up. I took no pleasure in this. <clears throat> they'd, uh, they'd lost six games in a row.
1: Stop doing cartwheels, <laughs>
0: For the first time since 1970. And now they've lost seven in a row for the first time ever. Club record.
1: It, it's sort of amazing how Bucco has kept his job there, I think. Because they were on a pretty dismal run and then they got four or five on the bounce together. Yeah. Like, had they have been a mixed bag they would be right down there do you know
0: it's a horrendous run oh, well it was horrendous it, it, at four
1: it, it already is and now horrendous. it's
0: seven I don't even have the words to to describe this no,
1: run no and, and, and they've a reasonably decent squad so you'd have to wonder what now come here <laughs> it's great as a run
0: <laughs> <laughs> god damn right it is <laughs>
1: particularly like last year they had the hex over us like it was no, if they lose seventeen in a row, I won't be losing any sleep, Cal. It's,
0: uh, I think that the criticism level of them is what had been leveled at us earlier in the season, that we're, we're too nice and that sort of thing. But um, the result that just happened uh, now as we're recording was uh, Bray v. Sligo yeah, that's 2-1. That's a
1: shock, that's a shock
0: but what I love who scored the second goal Sean Heaney, Sean Heaney the man who found out about all this shenanigans on, on Twitter i seen yeah. that yeah
1: it's it, come here I'd, I'd love to be able to take the people who run Bray out of the equation and <laughs> it's uh,
0: the North Koreans
1: yeah whoever it is yeah no the, the, for all the good that happens in this league every year we always seem to have basket cases And this year, you've got Limerick, which is not in great shape. And you've got Bray, which has been a consistent disaster. And I don't know who gives them or how they qualify for the licence. Because last year was pretty embarrassing, I would have thought, for the league. That I thought it would have been very stringent this year.
0: Well, Everyone goes on about the licensing, but I think what happens is... Whatever the criteria is, these clubs always seem to meet it in that they're like, well, if we do this and we pay this and we get this amount of attendance, we can pay the players. But then suddenly in July, it's like, well, we've no money and we now have to release all our players. Yeah, no, so I don't understand what the process I do, is.
1: I, the criteria is obviously wrong. Like Bray are not going to have a big crowd if... if if they were to get the Napoli team to come to Bray, I still don't think the people in Braille went go and watch them. Sure, even
0: when they were up in fourth, they were just getting
1: 500-600. Yeah, and except we we got bashed out there, and we brought actually a very big crowd mm. on the day. Aaron think, Green,
0: ironically, it was good that yeah, day. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, James Duna actually scored a good goal for us. That's maybe, right at the end, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like we pretty much filled our side and and half of there so mm. that was probably their peak crowd of the season but I would say Harry Kenny had them playing good football last year he did yeah and it's not the players fault if they're offered whatever it is and it makes financial sense I don't blame a player for taking Bray's money do you know what I mean but I don't know the sustainability of it is just I can it's not they've no big sponsor they've no like it it's gonna it's gonna end in tears isn't it you can nearly predict it without knowing the criteria
0: it's so boom and bust though isn't it one minute like okay we're back on track now albeit they've been fighting relegation all season but yeah. there hasn't been any really news about them not being able to pay wages for the last six months I don't think there was last year
1: yeah but then again, there were now,
0: murmurs, okay, there were, but. And then suddenly it's, you know, we have to release most of our squad. Yeah,
1: no, it's, it's very hard. I actually feel very sorry for League of Ireland players in, in lots of ways because there's so much uncertainty in the. And it's not like they're earning Premier League. Do you know what I mean? There's guys earning mm. very frugal and average amounts of money to play football. Uh, Probably Bray suits a few. The likes of Conor Kenna has a good job. Gary McCabe works. Like, part-time football and a good supplement. Mm. But it, it's... Uh, I don't know. I think we could do without Bray in the league. That's my own opinion.
0: Well, amazingly, they've been in the top flight now since 2005. I know. It's, I it's, it's, just... It's, it's, that's it's, a I have to double take that every time not, I
1: see it. It's not football reasons. It's... Well, twice
0: they survived because other people went bust, didn't they?
1: Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Whereas, I don't know, if if we could just... The league would be so much better if there were. I don't like the 10-team league anyway. Well, I'd you're love you're to preaching see, to the choir
0: here, man. I'd, 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 to I'd like it,
1: whether it's 14, 16, 18, yeah. whatever it is, but playing each other four times becomes boring. As a fan, I'm sure it's even quite boring. As a player,
0: we we all knew we'd missed the, the Harps and the Galways, and we yeah, missed them. It's, it's not it's, just because we beat them every week; it's because no, they made it made for a better it, league. Galway,
1: we really spectacular, I suppose, runner results against uh, their bankers for us. But uh, take the points out of it; it's a, it's a nice trip. Mm. It's a nice club. It's it's it's. Mm. Unfortunately, they don't get behind their Soccer locally, either like it's it's. Uh, Hence the investment now. Like yeah, they tried to yeah. do the membership model, yeah.
0: but they didn't have enough resources.
1: Come here, I I, I worry about these benefactor type. Uh, <laughs> but if it works, the better the competition, the better the league, the better. The more people get involved and have an interest in it, can only bring yeah. bring the facilities, the standards up. And that to me, I really think we should have a sustainable league with average crowds of five or six thousand. I don't see how that's not attainable.
0: What do you think about our TV promotion and that? Like Soccer Republic last week was a half-hour show on a half-five grand. It was because of the World Cup. It was a World Cup day. Dundalk and Cork was was half of that half an hour. So we had 15 minutes yeah, for the rest no, of the
1: league yeah, yeah. no it can be very very poor like you i record it so regardless of what time it's on i do watch it yeah. i know lots of people that won't watch
0: it i watch on the, on the player most of the time myself yeah, yeah.
1: and uh come here you're either into league of Ireland or you aren't mm. you're not gonna get your average man you fan to sit down and see Check the result of Brian going on Sunday evening. Do you know what I mean? It's just like yeah. a happen, ah, so
0: But uh I suppose RTE's World Cup highlights, uh, this was last week. It concluded with uh, this announcement. This was remember that break in the World Cup where we played Derry on Friday. Yeah. And there was a break in the games. So this was on the Thursdays before that. And they ended the highlight show with There's no football tomorrow, but we'll be back with you on Saturday.
1: And there was a full programme in League of World Games. You couldn't make it up. It, 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 you couldn't make it up, and it's so disheartening. And if you buy the paper on a Saturday morning, and you look at, you, I don't know, buy the Irish Times, and they get... Well, they're not particularly good, are they? The all players? the games get yeah. half a page between them, you know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's a, I, don't, I can't read... Uh, rags with tabloids
0: but the Mirror and the Sun in fairness their pull outs are quite good but on a day to day basis all the papers combined probably is quite poor but relative I've heard people say that relative to our crowd numbers the media the League of Ireland actually punches above its weight
1: maybe so maybe so I don't know I think people that have followed League of Ireland all their lives are they just are passionate about it and think it should be bigger than it is maybe. I don't know. Mm. Maybe we're wrong, but I don't think so. <laughs> like, it's, I bring a couple of my youngest lads, pals, with me this season. And in fairness to them, I to miss a ge- I missed two games this season, both home games, I mean, the all-away games. And they got their dad to bring them up while I was away. So they've become Robbers fans. And yeah. uh, that to me, if you can get kids at whatever age it is, but particularly I think 12, twelve, thirteen, fourteen under, I think it's a good experience for them. They enjoy it. It's and if you get five or six games under their belt, they get to know the team. Yeah. So they they have an opinion then. And
0: what was your uh, approach with the kids? Because now Gary has talked about his son in that he kind of he didn't force it upon him. He just Gary was always going on and about robbers and talking about going about the games, and eventually his son picked up on that and wanted to go and be involved. So what, well, like, what was your approach with your sons, getting them into the
1: club? I think I just brought them. I don't yeah. think. One of them, Kevin, actually didn't enjoy it for the first while, and now because he he, he, he he barely misses a game. Do you know it's uh, yeah. the three? They're all they all love robbers. It's uh, hmm. but. Uh, I don't know why is it because I oh, it's they, look. They had Rovers kids from when they're, they're born. You know what I mean? It's it's uh,
0: if you're putting them in the Rovers nappies, then yeah, of course they it, become fans.
1: But these kids are are, are not Rovers kids. These two young lads I'm bringing up at the yeah. minute with my youngest lads' pals, and they've no history of League of Ireland or Rovers, and yet now they're ringing on Thursday. Are you bringing us on <laughs> Friday? You know it's. Uh, which is great and I think yeah. if I think the club try, do try really hard like if you're seen there was about 300 kids on the pitch at the dirty game at half time
2: yeah
1: all from the Rovers Academy like even if
0: and the family initiative as well uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's no, great
1: yeah no no it's, it's a hard sell and sometimes I think even if you gave everyone free tickets would you fill it it's <laughs> do you know what I mean it's it's uh, yeah. but if if that academy obviously generates players and I'm talking about the babies academy now that we're on the pitch it's the spatwell I think is it like there were really young kids <laughs> that were like if you can convert quarter of them to become fans or their dads to become fans or well,
0: they're the future aren't they? exactly
1: yeah. exactly because uh it's such a small pool we need to bring people in that. That weren't League of Ireland fans before, and that their dads weren't, their mums, whatever the case may be. I don't know. I, I, I just think it's a really good value night out. Yeah. Is, is and if you get into season tickets, it's it's really good value. But even for a walk up, fifteen quid and five for to bring your young lad, it's not a dare night out. And there is good entertainment in that League of Worlds. I love it. Mm-hmm. So I suppose it's...
0: In it's, fairness it's, to Brazzers, Ryan, if nothing else, it's never been boring. There's been very few, like, completely dull games.
1: No, no. It's I feel sorry for him, too. Look, like he took a lot of stick this year. I don't, yeah. I don't know, Stephen. Uh, I met him once down at the Kennedy Cup, just briefly talking, and I spoke to him in Portugal at the last game this year. He just spoke to me for a couple of minutes. He seems a nice chap. But it, it's uh, it's a really hard thing. When a few weeks ago now, when the, the, the ultras put up the brads around, mm. uh, maybe I'm too soft. But uh, I find it very hard when it's that's his livelihood, yeah. and I, I believe he's in Rollstone five nights a week or seven days a week. He's trying really hard. He's a young manager
0: he talked as well in the interview recently didn't he about his son being there that night it's hard and hearing the you know the criticism against him and he had to kind of he, explain
1: to him he's not the only ma- that's part of his job he's not the only robbers manager that would have had in fact in some in some cases I think he got quite an easy ride but in recent months I think he's taken a hell of a a bashing between press media and then when your own turn on you very hard mm. very hard it's uh, and I wouldn't. I I don't boo robbers anyway. That's just not my. If we lost ten 0 it just doesn't come natural to me. We
0: almost did on Saturday.
1: I almost did. Oh, no, lose ten yeah. 0 Yeah. Ah, that's a different. That's that's almost what you call a charity game. Yeah. It's, now I'm uh, in the
0: same boat. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't boo or get on my own players' back. I just. It wouldn't feel right for me. No, but there's If, lots they, of if they did that something do. very cynical like kick a player or make a very selfish decision, I'm sure I'd get angry, but I couldn't get on the player's back or just boo the team.
1: No, I don't I don't but, boo the team. It's, it's uh do I like all the players or like is the wrong word, do I mm. think all the players are good enough to play for Rovers? Probably not. There's been a couple Would of
0: games it, where I've I've walked away and I just felt like to be honest I don't feel you deserve my applause for that performance.
1: But was, I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. There was one game I actually consciously didn't clap them off. For me, it was Bray away. Actually, I don't know what I game was, uh, it was for that you. was a really wet, miserable night. Yeah. And we were bad. And come here, Ronald Finn made the mistake last night. Or in Bray. That it, yeah, it, that it, game it did the yeah. back pass so even. Our best players have bad nights, but that was, that was a shocking night in Bray, actually. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't have fond memories of that <laughs> night. It was, it was lashing and cold. And, it, and i tell you who impressed me that night, that young lad, Corey Galvin. I thought he, he was excellent. Uh, I think he's, he's was, gone to Waterford, is he? Or?
0: they just released him, and yeah. uh, it was the 6-0 as well, actually. In he was impressive that night. Yeah, well,
1: him and his brother, I remember seeing a programme on them Both went to the UK from Cork when they were 16 or whatever. Twins, I think. Uh, One of them, I think, is in Longford and and Corey is in Bray or was in Bray. hmm. But uh, I think one of them went to Burnley and one of them went to Ipswich as 16-year-olds. And obviously they're they're back now. But...
0: uh, yeah, we're going to talk yeah. about Aaron Green in a moment, but <laughs> some people are surprised we didn't go for Galvin instead, because he looks a
1: player. He does, yeah, and I'm going to be brutally honest, I was not a fan of Aaron Green at Shamrock <laughs> Rovers. I don't think anyone was. And I don't, and I, and I don't think but, uh, many will be different. Speaking of... Uh, and he's a tall lad, like it's, uh, I don't know. Speaking of uh,
0: players like. we weren't a fan of, Mark Quigley, new manager of Sheriff.
1: And uh, the less said the better, he falls into the Killian Brennan school <laughs> there. I think
0: Adam Murphy, new manager of Galway, so some uh, interesting yeah, points see, there.
1: See, the sad thing about the likes of Mark Quigley was he he was so good for Sligo the year before we signed him. Killian Brennan, I think
0: he won player of the year in the league,
1: isn't he? He did, yeah, and he was quality and he was just really bad for it. sometimes clubs don't fit players at uh, the wrong time, like. I don't like Killian Brennan, and I certainly didn't enjoy his time. At well,
0: reports. the difference between Quigley and Brennan is, though, Crigley has never actually had a good season since that Since one, that, since no. That, so whereas Brennan it. joined us and left us and won the league and was player of the year at Pats. Yeah. So I would separate Crigley and Brennan in terms of that Quigley just ended. His career ended after that season. Whereas, did in you? fairness to Brennan, he, yeah, did, he did come back and... And he Killy's
1: was a winner. Just yeah. he's a wind up merchant as well. Like yeah. he, 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 he's not for me. But uh, oh,
0: no. but uh, uh, apparently, uh, architects and the council were in uh, the stadium last week putting in plans for a north stand at Tata Stadium. Which was interesting.
1: Good. Yeah, oh, I'd love to see it finished. Look, uh, my big fear about the new stand is with the crowds we're currently getting. Mm-hmm. It just bothers me. It's. Uh, And where the TV set up in Talla?
0: Oh, that that really annoys me. It annoys me that
1: it's not the far side. Now, it is what it is. It can't be the far side, obviously, for... That's where the Swede is and and the... But uh, there's been nights where the the East End has been pretty full, mostly. You Mm. know, three quarters full. And it would just look so much better on the television... Yeah. Then twenty people from dirty or and then but uh, again that's a personal thing. I just
0: You'd wonder what how people will disperse even when we have uh, tree stands.
1: Exactly. So if if you divide that again, I just worry about the aesthetics of small amounts of people in
0: It'll be a fantastic looking stadium, yeah, but yeah. and the nights when we play the Braves and all them probably won't be easy in the eye. No with the, all no, those MVCs have having
1: but, said that let's let's look at the big picture and yeah. for the nights ahead the glory nights ahead yeah let's have a, a, a proper
0: might, might set a record attendance against balls because I think
2: that
0: maybe it's the end of August or that one I think the stand is not ready until September right but uh, I'll say the first derby then when the stand is ready because I think our competitive attendance record in tada is uh, eight and a half thousand against Spurs. And that game was actually a dead rubber anyway.
1: It was, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Cause like no one had any any injuries at that point.
2: yeah, uh, it's kind of scored. Yeah, his first, first senior goal. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh Real Madrid was eleven thousand, but that was a friendly obviously. Mm. So eight and a half I think is record, but um so another news, uh Drogheda away in the FBI Cup. Uh Duffer pulled her name out of the hat. Uh, so Jordan
1: yeah we should beat them pure and simple like.
0: wasn't the easiest Trada there was some non-league teams in no, there it would have been nice but, it, but it,
1: it, it's uh,
0: we, we have a great record out there
1: yeah th- last year was very strange we played them on a Saturday afternoon hmm. the last away game at Trada that
0: was probably the low point of uh, Brazers and it was
1: a really really small Rovers crowd by Rovers comparison you know by,
0: the, the April one though the defeat that was probably the low point of Brazzers' reign even yeah. lower, I think. And than we had a good the, crowd there. Then the like banner we. going up and all that because we we lost like six of our first eight. Yeah, no,
1: no, no. And we that was bad, a bad night. We, that was terrible.
0: But if you take and out yeah. that one, we've won every other game at United Park in the last yeah it, again, nine
1: years or something. Back to facilities, it certainly doesn't. Uh, oh, I hate that ground. There's there's so many even obstacles in the can't way. You can't it, see it. Ditch, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: But uh, a few local derbies in there. You know, had the Intracore Athletic. Versus St Patrick's a, Athletic. Believe
1: it or not, that's a potential banana skin. Maybe not so much, but last year Inchicore Athletic would have had Craig Walsh and Stephen Best and a lot of local lads that would have. You now they probably have a very decent side. Of it. In the form they're in, it. I would. I wouldn't be surprised if, like that, is a real local derby and and. Uh, it would produce. One of them. <laughs> I'm laughing <laughs> yeah. about it, thinking about it. And
0: but Dublin yeah. Bus versus CIE Ranch. Yeah, there'll
1: so be a lot of. All just
0: will be out in force for I that. They
1: will, one. yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. and uh, I've talked it over with the board and the moderators and Robert Shah. And anyone who uses the phrase drive for you know what will have their membership revoked. They'll be banned from, Robert, from uh, Facebook. Yeah. So you've been warned, I mean, right?
1: The, the buzzwords, no. 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 But uh, I would obviously love, dearly love us to win the cup.
0: Yeah, just don't use a slogan. No. So uh, Graham Burke and uh, Dan Kerr nominated for the league's June Player of the Month. I think, yeah, Burke, won already. Burke, uh, so I don't know if he'll win again.
1: Uh, hard to know. see he scored on his debut yesterday for yeah. Preston. Yeah, five, five minutes in. Five minutes, yeah. And Shani Maguire Scott And Hatchett.
0: Maguire And Horgan There, Yeah no With The no, old no. League of Ireland Here Connection
1: It's, a, it's a, I'll be keeping A close eye on Preston Impotent Yeah You know I've Even never, last year There's a lot of Irish guys there And uh,
0: I've never had a real Reason really Like this before To keep an eye On an English team
1: I don't follow An English team But, uh, but
0: That's what I mean Like I, I would Now always, I actually
1: will I would always yeah. Watch excellent League of Ireland players
0: I'd keep an eye on them
1: Yeah, yeah. I would, yeah. And And uh, like Preston and five or six Irish guys there last year, so... It
0: sounds that, like there they, will be a bit of an exodus, though.
1: They're still going to end up with, like, Maguire's going to be there, yeah. and Borky. Borky has the potential to be unbelievable, I think. He well, can know? do whatever he wants. He can yeah. do it, yeah. yeah. I wish him the best, anyway.
0: And if he you look at the the nominations for uh, the Rovers Player of the Month you had uh, for June, you have Christrain, Finn, Bazulu, and Brian. So, you know what's after happening there. Gavin's after winning by a landslide. But his penalty save was actually in July. Yeah, and arguably, uh, he didn't have much to do in the other three games.
1: I'll tell, tell you who came on. on
0: so, I think because uh, should win, he, to be honest.
1: He, he came on, on on Friday and he had a great impact on the game. Yeah. Yeah. The jury was out with me, up with Joel. Uh, yeah. But uh, he's done well. He's done well when he's been... He sort of did get a chance at the start of the season Mm. and I thought he was just a bit windy or... A lot
0: of people did, yeah.
1: Easily knocked off the ball. But uh, the last few weeks he's been good and even Cork Friday night, I thought he'd done really well when he came on. I actually thought Sam Bowen had his worst game and he's been good and I like Sam. But Friday wasn't his night. That's why I was nearly surprised when young Brandon Kavanagh came off that it wasn't Bowen that got the curly yeah. finger because he was having a bit of a mare in, in my me, opinion
0: correct me if I'm wrong about this anyone listening but I find Sam Bowen's best performances tend to be in Tada. and then we go away the following week and he's not always finding the right passes you know and your slide he's, in he's your sly goes in your he's got blocks. a great
1: range of passing and yeah. maybe I'm starting to judge him on a higher standard than hmm. Come here. He's been doing well. It's it's. Uh, I'd like to see him do well. No, oh, I really like him. It. Yeah, yeah he's, he's he's good. He's good. But uh, Friday wasn't his 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 game for me
0: anyway. No. So uh, on Saturday, shortly before the Celtic the game, we announced two silence. and uh, the teaser made me laugh because the body. And the shape of the guy's head, even though it was blacked out, actually kind of looked like Aaron Green. <laughs> but uh, Deccan Swanson said the outline wasn't actually of a real player. Hmm. Or at least not of Green. Maybe just like Davy Mack or something. Just yeah. using all stock card
1: He's a, he's a Rovers yeah. player and now. I'm going to back him the best I can in the shirt. And yeah. But I do think he has plenty to prove with Rovers fans.
0: Yeah, well, I think I'm going to be interviewing him this week. So uh, yeah.
1: I'll I'll absolutely put the question to him. You wish him the best. Look, it's, I'll, uh, it's, uh,
0: I'll ask him the question, and I'm, I'm sure he want to say something himself about his first spell and how he. I'm sure he he feels himself. He's appointed. Yeah, through.
1: come here. Let's hope he does really well. Hmm. But uh, Dylan Watts, the other signing, uh played actually yesterday against Celtic. Yeah, no. how do you look? Very hard to judge him with. He, yeah. he, he, he left a leg very late on Scott Brown, <laughs> actually early in the game. He got booked, I think.
0: That's probably revenge but, for Dave McAllister. Because remember, Scott Brown took our side of the tunnel in last year's friendly. Because McAllister was captain. Yeah. And uh, Brown robbed our side of the tunnel. And then McAllister used that idea against Undock in Oriel Park, then, right. a month later, took their side of the tunnel. And then that pissed them off. And then
1: we ended up winning. So oh, I don't know. I wasn't aware of yeah. all that. But, uh, Dylan Watts has been very good for both. Yeah, there's no point in saying otherwise. He uh, he's been impressive. So if well, the win
0: against us, he, he ran us ragged that night. That's,
1: if he can, if he hits the ground running, he'll be a great sign for us. Mm. So I have to say I'm pleased about that one. He's he, mm. and he he is, he is a dynamic. He's he runs at people. He 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 has, you know. It's uh,
0: as Brazier said. Yeah, he has a whole new dimension to our I midfield. Think he does, yeah, yeah. Yeah. midfield. Yeah, yeah. Play anywhere midfield. Yeah.
1: The only thing I'd say is, have we too many midfielders now?
0: That's what Owen Royce was saying last week. because yeah, we like seem a, to have like ten centre midfielders. Here,
1: like Aaron Bulger to me is potentially a really good footballer. Really tidy. Look, I like watching Aaron Bulger. I think he's very strong for his age and size. He he actually nearly defies logic a bit. He's he's not he's certainly not afraid of a tackle, put it like that. Yeah, it's the
0: low centre of gravity but, thing. Yeah,
1: but it? he uses it very well. To it, but he's a lovely passer of the ball. He looks to link play. Greg Bulger has been most of the time good. He's had a few poor games. It's it's uh,
0: underwhelming at times. Yeah, I would say.
1: Yeah, come here. He's a good player, and and I like it. I'll be doing I, I,
0: my team I, I, later. I'm putting him in the team for Aik because I want oh someone yeah. like him Come here, on the pitch. On
1: his night on yeah. Friday night, he played really, really well. But uh, where the goals coming from? That's that's like clean sheets are wonderful, but they only get you a point. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. it's, it's uh, I, I just worry about us in the the final third of the pitch that we're not scoring enough goals and maybe. Dylan Watts and Aaron Green will, will chip in and, and mm. but I don't know like who's gonna who's gonna fall out. You have to assume Ronald Finn's gonna play, you have to assume Greg Bulger's gonna play if he's fit. I Maybe you can't make assumptions anymore if we've a sixteen year old goalkeeper ahead of <laughs> Alan sure, We can just
0: have a 35 man squad like the doc. But anyway, uh, Aaron Green and Dylan Watts, at least the plan was to announce that at 3 p.m. On Saturday, and as Pat Cumartin said, and those stokes to be unveiled in the ABBO at 3 a.m. So that was the plan. So, yeah, so Brazza reckons that Green is more mature now, and um, hopefully he is. But uh, as, as Maloney said, the only player to be booed after scoring a winning goal in the cup final. <laughs> yeah, I remember him melting off to in Bray last yeah, year. Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you could argue he was just giving it back. Yeah. We were on his back, so. Yeah. And uh, we're definitely lacking pace and width. Is it, like whatever you think about him personally, he was the kind of player we probably needed because because of Clark's injury. Yeah. Okay, Kastrain has stepped it up. Has stepped up lately. Yeah. But we've kind of lost melee essentially. Mm. So
1: we certainly could do a pace yeah, and width. Yeah, Cavo has been a little bit. We started off great. But uh, our width is—we really miss Trevor Clark. Yeah, we really do. Not. I think he drives the team. I know he's only a really young lad, but there's some there's an enthusiasm about the way he plays. Yeah. And then when we're under the cosh, he can go on an eighty yard run. Like he will <laughs> take the. Uh, uh,
0: Those runs from fullback are amazing.
1: Exactly. Look, it, it, the, it's it's.
0: Uh, but uh, Aaron Green's last game against us was actually, or sorry, Aaron Green's last game was against us he came off injured, injured in that yeah. win over us in April that horrible one in the wind and rain that we yeah, talked about yeah. so he's had a knee ligament injury since then so it wasn't involved in the Celtic friendly Watts was as you mentioned yeah. got 11 goals last season but none this year Although he's only played uh, 11 games but do you know my favourite there uh, Aaron Greenstat he's joined the League of Ireland Champions four different times But never actually owned a winner's medal himself. Mm, He joined Bowles in 2010. He joined us in 2012. Sligo. Joined Sligo in 2013. And Pats in 2014. That is just so weird. So in terms of Watts. uh, From what I understand. Turned down a massive offer from Dundalk. To sign for us. So. Possible factors there. We talked about the massive squad Dundalk have. Maybe he's thinking. Well I'll. I can play for the, the Rovers' first team as opposed to the dock third string. Uh, look at Graham Burke. He's after rejuvenating his White career now. Off,
1: know, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And he's off the UK. he We've be more noticed in Dublin.
1: Yeah. He could be thinking he's along Dublin, those lines. He's Dublin not he? Like
0: yeah, but Brazzer himself called it a mature decision. But yeah, uh, then yeah. Kenny came back. <laughs> more, more media comments saying that Brazzer's only playing to the gallery. But uh, I think it's a matter of fact that the Doc offered him more money and he chose us. So, just well, just talking facts let, here. Let's
1: hope it works out.
0: He'd be the first player to uh, play for Rowers and Bowes in the same season, I reckon, since Mark O'Brien, 2006. Because he joined us on loan from Bowes. Then. So that'd yeah. be an interesting one.
1: He will. Yeah. But there's so many that we've taken... Over
0: the years. Well no, but not in the middle of a season. That's unusual. Oh
1: you'll yeah. get a hero as well in
0: uh. Yeah, so the Shamrock Rovers defeat the Celtic, we we touched on it a little bit, uh just the seven goals this year. So yeah. the team was uh Adam Manus' first game back, uh Luki, Abulu, Gilchrist, Otokany, Miley, McAllister, Vincent Wheel, is it? how do you pronounce that? Yeah. It? I don't uh, know. Dutchman. yeah. I've been Watts, Armbalger, and Shaw. Uh, I was reading Facebook earlier. No one impressed by this Dutch winger. No,
1: no. Everyone thought he was hopeless. Was he eighteen? Was he? No, he's not an eighteen. No, no. He's wearing eighteen. Okay. Or 15. I'm trying to remember. The late twenties. Okay. He, no, but come here. There's no Rovers player impressed yet. If you're looking for yeah, Bart, you take in terms of economy, efforts. You, they're saying yeah. Yeah, no, no. They didn't like effort. Different gravy, unfortunately. Like the power and pace that Celtic had, they put out mm. a really strong starting mm. team, and we just weren't. It. And it wasn't the weakest row. Look, like it would have mm. been arguably a lot stronger than last year's friendly. The team that we started with. Yeah, I was looking at the
0: eleven. Yeah, it was like stronger. It, there's, yeah.
1: a, there's a there's a decent number of like Mela played, Gary Shaw, Lukey Bourne, yeah. Adamanis and goal. Who made a couple of very really good saves, by the way. Kept the score down Yeah, it? exactly. It's, uh, it's not,
0: but you'd be a Celtic
1: fan, yourself, fan yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it gives me an no old pleasure to see Rovers getting bashed. Like, I, I remember back in 86, we, we competed with Celtic in the Champions League. When he had see and, a
0: late goal, yeah. Yeah,
1: and and come here that's what saddens me about that friendly is is that the team I started following used to compete with Man Man United and Liverpool albeit in friendlies but even hmm. Celtic in competitive competition we were we were thereabouts you know what I mean it's uh, they
0: were competitive games from what I understand like Man United played us twice yeah in uh, the mid 80s they actually came back to us did like on a revenge yeah. mission yeah, yeah because and we beat them
1: again yeah no, no, it's a, uh, come here, friendly st- I hope it was successful in terms of what it set out to do, which is a fundraiser for the club. Hmm. I, th- again, I think they, they priced it, too dear. They would have got filled it out again if. Yeah, the- I think. I don't know. I don't
0: the crowd, know. Um, well, you can tell me you were there, but I think. Was the the west end maybe three quarters full? Are you saying? I I totally thought the full? west
1: end was full from where, where I I actually sat in the west end, uh, which is unusual in itself. But uh, mm. and the east Ed end saw, maybe half um, full, yeah, or a little bit more than half full. I yeah. I think there was four four and a half thousand there, right? But there was lots of young kids with their mom and dads, and you know it was a family. It was come here and was, and I, I know the they sold out the Catalpa Felomorans Ballad Group were playing in the suite before it was sold out mm-hmm. so and I think you had to buy a corporate ticket to get there so from a money from a financial point of view I hope it was I heard the, uh, for the club I heard
0: the Ole Brigade were out in force around the ground so that particular would, aspect of it wouldn't I have healed no me
1: olé, olé, olé no Ole 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 Brigade at all no <laughs>
0: So, uh, but uh, just getting back to this uh, Dutch winger uh, he's 27 he joined Liverpool as a teenager and he's been around the block since then to say the least he's been to Spain, China Hong Kong, Denmark, Malaysia and most recently Georgia so sounds like he's been getting uh, travel tips fo- from Rowan Ricketts
1: on his <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ron Ricketts has been giving him some advice Well,
1: Ron, they, that's a, there's an example of a guy now that was a, a signing Michael O'Neill, and uh, I I think he stands the 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 Pepsi challenge. He scored a great winner against yeah. Daly and Talad. People
0: still funny really, that, you
1: really know? important at the time. Uh, I think his little cameo was good for the club, hmm. and he got us a lot of exposure. I remember Soccer AM done a thing on Rovers on the back of it, and so to me he'd be what you call a successful <laughs> cameo. Uh, I don't know how many games he played did he play 20 games for us even not even oh. that I, no but he was he he was reasonable he was reasonable he's
0: basically a blogger first and a footballer second yeah the, I say,
1: but it, he did score that goal that was yeah obviously
0: the vital idea. on the yeah. night yeah but uh, we had a Dutch trial last year with the Celtic friendly. that's I right he was yeah. at fault for about 5 of the goals yeah, <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> great either yeah
1: no it's uh, I don't think he'll, we'll be signing him
0: but uh, you mentioned Sinclair Armstrong coming off the bench. looked impressive.
1: He's 15 uh, years of age. He's, uh, yeah.
0: Unbelievable. Yeah, Conor O'Sullivan said he caught the eye. Big, powerful, quick. Pushed the Celtic centre halves off the ball a few times.
1: Twice, yeah. yeah. He, he won a header he shouldn't have won. He <laughs> got in behind and he had a foot race then with Grey Garden in the goal. No, he, yeah. he, he definitely caught the eye, I have to say.
0: And uh, Anto Breslin as well came off the bench. 21-year-old former Wolves defender he's been training with
1: us yeah I'd, he would have played same age group as one of my lads he was an excellent schoolboy footballer so he, he could be really good he, mm. he'd be 20 I'd say 21 this year he, he would have played for Kevins he was a really good uh, young footballer but I didn't pay much heed to him yesterday now he came on in the second half I think mm it was a when I tell you it was no pleasure as a Ralphers fan watching that yesterday do you know
0: did the game so, finish three minutes early
1: it no I don't think so, so no. I
0: saw people posting that it ended in the 87th minute
1: well it was long enough anyway to Put it, <laughs> it out of our misery yeah, yeah. Uh, when it started I'd say five minutes late the second half
0: yeah I think we were wearing our uh, new navy it
1: was lovely. Kid yeah. again,
0: uh, we, we were, were. were for the
1: first time in Cork. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I have to say, and uh,
0: so Celtic were in white, so no hoops. No hoops, partner. Yeah.
1: Celtic socks. They were the only hoops on view.
0: And a bit of a random side note here: Sport and uh, Leisure Swifts, their West Belfast club. They play in the Premier Intermediate League. They've changed their name to Belfast Celtic. Remember the old club called Belfast is. Celtic? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were used to be one of the biggest teams in Irish football before they folded in 1949. So. It's not technically a continuation of that old club. But uh, the name's been arrived. And they were actually our first opponents at uh, Glimmerlord Park when we opened the new pitch in 1926, Belfast Celtic. And then someone put this up from uh, Robert Goggins' book. He said, uh, Celtic, Belfast Celtic and Robbers all began wearing green and white stripes before they all migrated to wearing green and white hoops. Yeah,
1: remember we done that retro god awful yeah. Bray Wanderers type jersey oh god I'd forgotten about that yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: but apparently the first time Rovers wore the hoops was in an MPI Cup tie against Bray Unknowns in 1928 which we lost 3-0 and then the hoop jerseys were a gift from Belfast Celtic and some Robbers fans at the time thought they were unlucky jerseys after Rovers lost the first game wearing them but then saner heads prevailed and Robbers continued to wear the green w- hoops from then on
1: now, may I continue?
0: So there you go. So after the sell the game, Jim, uh, you're actively involved in the, the Gaza Kids to Dublin initiative. You might remember last year the Gaza Kids to Tala. I
1: do indeed, it, So uh, it's
0: a great cause, isn't
1: it? Yeah. I, I, now I'm, I'm 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 very little involved, but I did help a little bit, and uh, I'm delighted to say I helped a little bit, and I
0: would. helping out too.
1: Padjo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually it's it. I'd have a strong affiliation with the cause I think it's it's a uh, it's a really good thing to be involved with it's uh, in fairness Danielle Robinson you know Sean's mm. wife uh, mm. she she would be the main person and she would and Graham Merrigan you know Graham yeah yeah
0: Pal of Padjo yeah
1: yeah he's a Rovers fan as well mm. yeah uh, super guy yeah. and then we, there was a, a ballot session in the Maldron afterwards. There was a sort of a, an hour where it, it looked like it might be a disaster, but it, uh, it turned around and we ended up having a happy crowd and it went fairly well. So cool thanks to all our Rovers fans that did support it. Uh, in fairness, uh, there were some good people there. Jason Maloney came, uh, Albert McCready, uh, Robbie Gaffney. There was some great Rovers people there, which was which was good and uh, much appreciated. And hopefully it, it goes well. And hopefully the club are going. To, there's a tournament coming up in August. Is there's an issue with visas for the kids at the minute? They're due to be here at the bank holiday, August bank holiday, and uh, we're going to run a, a, a football tournament, which Derry City have said they'd come. Uh, Cliftonville have said they'd come, Bowes and fairness have said they'd put a team in, Robbers have said they'd put a team in, so that potentially is... I hope that uh, happens, yeah. Yeah, and if it, if it is, I'll make sure you give it an old <laughs> shout out. Give the, us a message, we plug it, yeah. Yeah, please do.
0: So the Robbers under-19s are in action against Town in the end of McGill Cup on Tuesday. That's a 7.45 kick-off at Talla, uh, their league game in Wexford. That's been moved from Sunday to Monday, the 16th. And the 17s have actually suffered their first league defeat of the season. They went 1-0 up in UCD through a Conor beaten goal, but ended up losing 2-1. And UCD, they were the same team that knocked them out of the cup as well. Yeah. So a bit of a bogey team for them, I suppose.
1: Maybe so. Royce and Padgett won't be happy.
0: (laughs) No, absolutely not. Uh, Next up for them is Limerick, Saturday, 2 o'clock in Taddea. Uh, fifteenth day of the week off, weekend off, and they're going to be away to Cabinteely on Sunday, three pm. If you want to check that one out, and uh, another news: Rowers announced a new partnership with local schoolboy club Temple Oak United. That would attempt to improve the player pathway for young players.
2: That's a
1: few uh, of those now, isn't it? That's a Far few of those. Uh, Lugan Lugan yeah, yeah. Come here. I don't know what the, the benefits for the the. Uh the schoolboy clubs aren't in that in that Rovers are going to cherry pick their their best players I assume and integrate them into their uh, No I don't know the of of either I don't but, know but, uh,
0: but also in the papers there was a story that we're going to set up an academy in Dublin with Celtic Rovers are? Yeah that was, did you not notice that? No No Where was that? Uh, I can't remember if it was in the Star or something but
1: it No It kind of
0: came out of the blue to me maybe think, these friendlies okay. are yeah, part of the whole may, package may, maybe so yeah. uh, maybe it's all nonsense uh, I don't
1: know we, but we, 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 we sort of gave up our identity a bit yesterday at, in Talla it was uh, it was very focused on our visitors let's say it's, mm. uh, which is fair fair enough it was 90% Celtic fans that were there anyway so but uh, a link with Celtic wouldn't, would certainly not uh, wouldn't be a bad thing in my book
0: if it leads to us getting uh, players from them on loan, I think that Come would be here, nice. And now. that's
1: the big picture because yeah. they brought on a young lad, Randall, into the pitch there yesterday and scored, I think, the seventh goal. And if 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 Celtic were to say, Would you give this boy a couple of months, we would just want to see, is he up to man's football? I'd be taking the hand off you for him. So mm. potentially, that could is, be. Is
0: good. Oscar Jansen the last player we loaned from the UK? I'm just trying to think now. I don't think we've actually loaned anyone since.
1: No. I'm amazed actually that yeah. championship teams, League One teams don't don't uh I know send over young lads that they think are nearly ready and give them man's football.
0: But it happens at other clubs. I mean you got Dufus and uh Vigoro being yeah. loaned to Waterford, Cork loaned a few couple of pairs from Preston, was it or yeah, someone. I think th- the Waterford I think
1: yeah. th- doesn't there new uh well there's a Swindon Link. There. Swindon Link, yeah. yeah. Yeah he owns boat clubs or hmm. invests in boat clubs. Sligo too,
0: they've lawn players.
1: We don't seem to do it. Yeah Camero I'd rather just have players that we do own and and are
2: hmm.
1: it's loan players are grand but uh you know, like Waterford Doofus is back at Waterford but if he was gone in the middle of the, and the keeper is gone who was excellent for them uh, Vigoroa is it uh, yeah he's gone but Dufus is yeah, back yeah Dufus is back but, uh.
0: so uh, the second biggest story in world football on Friday Jim, after Gavin's penalty save was Brazil are out they're out of the World Cup
1: yeah you watching the World Cup you enjoying it? I've, yeah I've been watching a bit yeah 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 it's been good what I've watched I've so loved it. it's, been. it's been great yeah I've enjoyed it Uh I don't think Brazil have any divine right to uh, to win anymore. They think they do. Come here! If if Neymar wasn't such, I don't know. He he. Yeah. I'm I'm not a fan of Neymar. His football is great, now, but he's that, rolling that's, around. He does get kicked I mean, to death now. That's the other side. That's of the it,
0: perfect it. segue into this because I have an addition to a, <laughs> the list of hatred, Jim. I am completely sick of Neymar and his antics <laughs> <laughs> one of the most unlikable footballers I think I've ever seen
1: yeah and even down to the money side of it like you know, come here if he concentrated on his football everyone would love him but uh, oh like a, f- I, I, a foot, I, like just- I, I don't like I I actually I'll go one further I don't like football that involves hundreds of millions it holds no interest for me it's give me I don't know it's it's uh, telephone numbers and when <laughs> guys are saying fellas are, are bargaining at 50 million I just I I can't get the concept of anyone well, right I feel of, the same way actually all the
0: time yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so
1: I don't I don't watch Premier League football I, I'll often watch Match of the Day or record it and watch it on a Sunday morning or something Like I, I do have an interest but I don't follow any of the teams but uh, I, Neymar for me.
0: No. I've reached breaking point now with that whole his foot was just barely on Neymar's uh, shin, and then he rolls around like yeah, he's been no, stabbed no. or something.
1: I do like, uh, Firmino probably didn't play. Uh, the Liverpool lad. I, th- I, I, I something about him. He someone that's that happy <laughs> while they're playing football uh, will always appeal to me. He always plays with a. Some Ronaldinho others. was like that. Yeah, yeah. so, look, I, I can't say Neymar does that for me. Like, the old Ronaldo, I loved him. I really loved him as a player. Yeah. He's,
0: he's not the first Brazilian gobshite, because I remember in the 2002 World Cup, Rivaldo was one of my favourite ever players. And I remember against Turkey, someone kicked a football at his legs. I know. And he yeah. went down holding his face the corner flag. Well,
1: actually, Turkey should have beat Brazil that day. I think <laughs> yeah. if... Uh, Cookie had a really good team. It's uh
0: Yeah, but I'm, I'm gonna give Rivaldo a pass. It's, it's Neymar I'm talking about. So Neymar, you're officially on the List of Hatred. I see. So Jim, do you have an addition?
1: To the list of hatred.
0: Yeah. Obviously we've uh, almost everyone has been covered at this point, so
1: Well I don't know, Is the showgrounds and Sligo Rovers on it.
0: I'm pretty sure it's not. Well, so.
1: For me that is my least favourite the way they down to results the way we're treated uh, really bad I just don't like the stewards and slugger rovers I think they go out of their way to antagonise us yeah. uh, I didn't eat the burger so I can't comment on that Cal <laughs> but uh, I'd add slugger rovers away trips is uh, officially on my list of hatred <laughs>
0: There you go. Good choice. So the World Cup semi final lineup is complete. France versus Belgium, England versus Croatia. Not many people would have seen that coming.
1: No. And uh, I don't want to be boring, but please God, don't let England win that World Cup. That would just well, break I, my heart.
0: I was going to ask you, football is coming home, apparently. So, Jim, are you prepared for this reality?
1: Probably not. No, <laughs> no considering I was born in 67 and I think I've listened every year just in time about 66 so the thoughts of it being actually recent I don't there's a lot of players on that team that are immensely likeable
2: Yeah. and Southgate
1: is likeable it's I don't like i seen a thing earlier where they went into an Ikea England fans in England and wrecked the place singing it's Mm. coming home we just can't like that
0: it's the circus around it yeah yeah
1: yeah, but uh, the the way the draw is set up, Croatia have played a lot of football and they've they've uh, they've had to work really hard, like two goals of extra time. I hope Modric. look at
0: they'll never have a better chance to reach a final. No, England will never uh, have a better chance. Tunisia, so. Panama, Belgium reserves, Colombia. Sweden, who went out with a whimper. They did, yeah. They were pathetic.
1: Yeah. Well, I was at the, the, the Robbers game yesterday, so I didn't see it, but uh, I heard it was pretty bang average.
0: Yeah, Seb Larson Is as well, there, who was yeah, just signed for AIK, yeah. yeah.
1: I'd, I'd like to think whoever wins it plays great football, so I can't see England being that team. I hope that They play some wins.
0: nice stuff at times, to be fair, but... Uh,
1: yeah, yeah no i can't sepi- i tell you they've been really good i can't understand now that the, the, the other managers haven't copped the oh, no, yeah. harry mcguire at the back post like it's and the love the, the, been every, the love train has it's, been huddle causing yeah, yeah but it's, it's been every game
0: but their uh, own uh, rice has found an upside to their inevitable world cup win since since uh first win since 1966 he says at least we'll all enjoy restarting our lives under assumed identities Uh, Owen says he's going to be called George and grow vegetables in the hills of Bolivia. So,
1: there you go. I'd love to see, I have to say Mbappe has caught my attention, not just now, but I remember watching him in a Champions League game and he was only in, it was against City, I think. Uh, it It wasn't even for PSG, it was Monaco or... And I, I just, again, he plays with a smile on his face. He's so young, powerful, quick. And um, he got a couple of great goals. I, I really think he's uh, something special. Griezmann, gone off a bit on his... Uh, I don't like the way they're announcing what they're doing. We'll tell you if I'm coming or going. I don't know what that was all about. But as a footballer, I, I like him, I have to say. Yeah, very good.
0: In the Russia Croatia poundy we had a failed Penenka. And oh, I, I, I have seen that a couple of times, a failed Penenka. I think it actually happened to Neymar once. It's on YouTube. Where he does the chip down the middle and the keeper just didn't sell it. He just caught it. Caught it, yeah. And made Neymar look like a fool. But this one, he chipped it to the side that the keeper was diving.
1: And the keeper stopped.
0: And I don't know. How, how incompetent do you have to be to chip a Penenka down the side? the whole point is that the keeper commits and you wait for him you to commit and then you just and you put it in the middle I
1: you no. Know, it's uh, come here he's the one that'll have to live with that for <laughs>
0: the God, host nation yeah in no, a no, World no, Cup no, quarter no. final no. and he does that
1: and then they did a really bad blazer as well boy it's uh, the other one obviously is the most well the
0: blazer is probably tanking your other man because it's, it's the it's first guy who's going to be slaughtered it's,
1: it's a it's a horrible way to go out of it quarter
0: final but uh, there you go what about VAR yes or no no I've turned against it again it was winning me over do you know what's turning no. me against it again the the Schmeichel penalty uh, Croatia got a penalty laid on against Denmark where they could have won it before the panels and Schmeichel came way off his line yeah and even with the lines were standing there and the ref there and the yeah, VAR no. No still didn't retake it. it no one got
1: caught I, I tell you what I don't like it's some of the earlier games, the teams were trying to ref the games, and it just took so much time and yeah i'll i'm I'll go with the odd bad decision and let the game go. do you know what I mean I
0: don't it's, mind like these these offside calls where there's like a, a two inches of difference
1: yeah no I can read I, I can see the 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 good t- things in it, but no if it's not broke don't fix it like it's uh,
0: no I would use it to an extent and we're going to
1: be watching football for a long time before a virus in Thala Stadium do you know what I mean so come here no
0: I I would use it to an extent Uh, the goal line technology big big calls like red cards and stuff like that yeah but it's just it's when they're using sometimes they don't use it at the right times Sometimes they're using yeah. it for little things where like maybe that's get,
1: the ref. Maybe it'll get better as, as the people using it get better at using the technology. I don't know. Mm. But I, I, when you see them going you're watching a game and next of all they click over to a room full of lads wearing referees outfits sitting on office chairs.
0: The, in fairness the, the, the whole procedure the, it was quite well organised. I know you're, you're making fun of it there fair enough but it was smoothly run in terms like before the tournament they explained how it would work and they go to the VAR and they cut to the the referees fully dressed in their gear and all it was quite a smooth operation to fairness but, yeah, but some, it some does annoy me at times
1: I've watched football f- 40 odd years now pretty well without VAR and uh, I'm happy enough to and as you say
0: that. we're not going to see it in Tala so we, we have to watch the World Cup and then we have to go to Tala where it is never going to be VAR it's kind no, of it takes away the whole it yeah. takes away the whole jumpers for goalposts posts thing about it, football it does yeah, yeah.
1: yeah and come here on Ray's handball if you just throw that into the, there's a million variations on that team. if he would have uh, we've went out of qualification through even in the 80s 70s yeah. you know like a, through bad decisions so maybe VAR would have eradicated that it's, and we'd have been
0: at it's only reinforced my opinion that managers should get two two goals each to use the technology rather than the referees having to decide so say Ireland had two that day in Paris like Chappatoni could use the technology twice know, do you follow it
1: because you're, you're bringing in like yeah go, I know it's similar to tennis them. as
0: well yeah but yeah. say he, he saved his second one and the next time the handball comes in they score Chappatoni says right use my second one they see the handball rather than leaving up to the refs who have been yeah, hit and miss uh, yeah. I think
1: I don't know I, I don't know I, I can't answer that in yep
2: yeah.
0: so any other thoughts on the World Cup the holders Germany knocked down the group stage yeah edge. well
1: I believe that's what led to the. I was didn't see the game but I believe there was 10,000 empty seats was because the Germans had who had pre-booked their tickets <laughs> obviously weren't there
2: yeah
0: uh, well they never do well in Russia do they?
1: Oh that's a bit <laughs> <laughs> non-PC <laughs> uh, Come here I, 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 I have nothing to get. I actually like watching Germany playing and it's uh, and I always think they're, they're good in, in tournament football it's they're not one of the teams I would have wished to see go out
2: so oh, That I was really, a shocker
1: Oh absolutely like champions and that confederations cup last year they sent their mm. B team and walked it like it's it's hard to fathom actually that uh, they went so early but yeah. that's that's why we love football there are no foregone on conclusions wouldn't it be great if Belgium won the thing
0: oh, I actually would like to see a new name in the trophy it would
1: just be I like Martinez as well I think he's a, an honest sort of one of the good guys and I think he took stick from the Belgians, my kids were telling me, I don't know, I don't uh, but they have some fine players like the Brynus goal the other night. Yeah. Class. The the goal to beat Japan, the from the keeper in injury time. Yeah. What a goal. Like this Lukako done the step over and left it for Chadley. It's I just Jap- thought uh, This
0: Japanese got a lot of criticism for trying to Ah, Take attacking corner they, at that stage. They, no,
1: they were wonderful. I wouldn't... Yeah. So, two teams trying to play football the right way. That was a great and I, game. I, I definitely think Japan overachieved, but, but they were very tidy. They were good footballers. It's, uh, it's changing a bit, maybe. Yeah, no, it's been a great World Cup. Yeah, uh, good.
0: Yeah, England won a World Cup penalty shoot and penalties, and there's been no rain in Ireland for three weeks, so... Yeah. The world has gone mad.
1: The world has officially gone mad, yeah.
0: So, uh, I did an interview with a man by the name of uh, Saje Dutt, uh, a Stockholm-based journalist and a Sweden correspondent for UEFA. So, he was battling the cold as well, the poor fella. But uh, he plowed on like a trooper, like Stephanie Roche in RTE. Never, never <laughs> saved my <the way laughs> attitude. I <laughs> uh, also sent, spent a good six minutes on Google learning how to uh, pronounce his name I probably still have it wrong. But uh here's Sajay everything he needs to know about our Swedish opponents. Uh so AIK are second in the table at the moment behind Hammerby, uh still unbeaten, but there's a lot of draws as well. So how do they feel they're doing?
3: Um, as, yeah, I, I think this has been AIK has a habit of starting seasons slowly and badly and than ending them stronger. Uh, so this is, this is, by Aik standard, a very good start to the season.
0: Uh, yeah. uh, Rick Narning is there a couple of years now, two runner-up finishes. Is he expected to go one step further and win it this year?
3: Aik fans always expect that regardless of their coach, which is a little bit illogical yeah. to me. AIK don't very often win the league but then somehow uh, the fans, the image they have of their club is that they should always be winning but uh, in terms of results, uh, AIK are not nearly as successful as Malmö for instance. So uh, yes, fans will as usual be expecting uh, uh, the title to be brought back to AIK
2: but it hasn't happened since 2009. So, yeah, history
3: uh, is
0: not always in their favour. You mentioned Malmo, they're the champions for the last two seasons. They're way down in the table in 10th. So what's happened to them?
3: Uh, what has happened is the, the coach who led them to the latest title, he, Magnus Passion, uh, is perhaps limited coach judging by what he's done as a coach he was at Estonia for a while he was at Gilles Gordon which is where he came from originally and uh, he hasn't really uh, had huge success he won the title with Malmö but Malmö had a very good squad um, which since then is not the same this year which happens to Swedish champion title winning squads they're often sold to bigger and better, or maybe richer leagues as well, at least. Uh, so uh, he couldn't replicate it with this squad. That had been some... Uh, they're still talent in the Mama squad, but last year, I think, they had a way of, of edging out their opponents in the last five minutes or even added time. And um, They're not doing that this season,
0: uh, are any of the media and the Swedish fans expecting a fairly close game against Shamrock Rovers, or are they not giving Rovers much of a chance of winning at all?
3: I think uh, the expectations is for Shamrock Rovers to be a stepping stone onto the next round. That is the expectation. Uh, I I don't think that fans or media know much about Shamrock Rovers or the Irish League but a i k and Swedish teams tend to face teams from either the Republic of Ireland or Wales or in these rounds, and they normally clear that hurdle and then they then they might they might not reach the group stage because they all face that opposition in terms of from the Greek League or something um, but Irish opposition. I think most fans and media expect Monaco to A.I.K. to clear.
0: Having said that, looking at recent history, or at least in the last 15 years or so, Irish clubs have surprised Swedish teams with a few wins in Europe, so will they be conscious of that?
3: I'm sure Lita Norlin, the coach, I'm sure he's conscious of it, and I'm sure that he... uh, that he lets his players know of uh, pitfalls that Swedish clubs have uh, have had, and Swedish Swedish club teams ought to know at this point that uh, Swedish club teams are no world beaters in uh, their own right. So they uh, they should take a humble approach. I think. I think the fans
2: may not do the same, but within the team, I think. I
0: think so, yeah. Uh, looking at the AIK squad, Goitem has a, a record nine European goals. Stefanelli was a top league scorer last season. Are they the danger men and who else should we watch out for? Um, they still are the the two names you mentioned, Goitem and Stefanelli,
3: uh are still there and there Stefanelli, for instance, came last year from Argentina. And had a good start to his career with AIK. He hasn't featured that much this season. Uh, I call ARK have a, have a pretty good competition for attacking places. And uh, there's, there are other options as well. We've uh, had more success this season. Like there's the a Norwegian national, Tarek Eljanusri, uh, who seems to me it's difficult for me to say who's going to start now because it's been a month-long break, and I uh, I really don't know uh, how uh, players have been, uh, how, uh, who's been looking good in training over the past couple of weeks. That I don't know. So, uh, but there's a few. Uh, there's also. Uh, 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 i an Iraqi international, Swedish born and raised, uh, but Iraqi international uh, Ahmed Yassin who's, who's uh, who knows how to find the net. Uh, yeah, he, um, he gets into uh, spurts every now and then when he finds the net, then he goes for a couple of weeks without. But yeah, there's a few different ones.
0: So last year, <coughs> AOK beat teams from the Faroe Islands and Bosnia. They ended up narrowly going out to Braga in Portugal an extra time. And the majority of that team is, is still intact, isn't it? Yeah, that is true. I think the majority is still there, yeah. And AIK play in the, the Friends Arena, 50,000-seater stadium, which they share with uh, the Sweden national team and they hosted the Europa League final last year as well. Uh, for Rovers fans traveling over for the games, we know <coughs> AIK fans can be, can be lively, so what can we expect from them and the, the city of Stockholm in general? Uh, The city of Stockholm
3: is a beautiful place to be, especially in the summertime. I think uh, Irish fans appreciate that. Uh, Right now, we're we're having fairly sunny days. and uh, The trip from central Stockholm where most tourists will be spending their days out to Friends Arena is a quick train ride. Gets you right to uh, the stadium and to the the near, uh, get you to the the mall of Scandinavia, which is full of uh, bars and restaurants as well. So uh, you'll find a lot of people wearing black and yellow on match days there, the AIK colours. Uh, and uh, it's a within Sweden, AIK fans have a, a bit of a reputation of. Being uh, above average, uh, rowdy perhaps, but uh, I don't think it's quite fair. I think it's, there's a whole lot of families that go there as well. And uh, especially the, the north side is where the, the main, uh, the most loyal fan section. So there'll be uh, singing uh, and there'll be, uh, yeah, just as any uh, any football club, uh, there, there'll be plenty of support from the stand, yeah.
0: And what would their average tenants be? Would it be close to 20,000?
3: This is going to be in peak holiday season, so that means many people in Stockholm may not be in the city itself. They may have gone to country houses or maybe abroad, so that, that mm. that's going to bring down the attendance for a bit. Uh, but you say, yeah, it, it is a fifty thousand seat stadium. But for that, they only have the whole place open for the for the very big matches. But otherwise, they block out certain sections. Let's say uh, I, I wouldn't expect twenty thousand, but
2: I would expect around
0: ten uh, thousand. It's Thursday as we're recording this, so Sweden have just reached the World Cup quarterfinals where they'll play England. So is the World Cup capturing the imagination of Swedes over there at the moment?
3: Oh, very much so. Which is why I perhaps uh, I'm not totally up to speed uh, right now about uh, who's going to start for
0: AIK. I've been focusing more on Sweden and this West England. And uh, AIK actually have a player in the Sweden team, Sebastian Larsson. He actually played with yeah. the cha- actually played with the Champions Growers manager at Arsenal. But as I understand it, his transfer won't go through in time to play in this tie. Is that right? <laughs>
3: See, uh, he hasn't yet played for AIK. He signed just before the World Cup. And as far as I know, he's going to be cleared to play from the 15th of July. But also, with the the, the run that Sweden are having, he might even be given uh, a little extra time off afterwards. You never know how long. um, If Sweden are sent home on Saturday, that's that's one thing. But if they stay on even beyond then, I'm sure AIK will give him
0: breathing time so even if he didn't play in the first leg he still will be eligible to play in the second if he's home on time
3: yeah on 15th of July as far as I can tell is uh, when he's uh, declared an AIK player officially so, Well, he's eligible
0: to play yeah. he's been in England for 17 years so AIK fans looking forward to seeing him come home
3: yeah uh Funny with Sebastian Larson, He he, he's not a player who has the fans. The Aik fans don't really have a connection with him since before because he never played. He's from a a nearby town, not far from Stockholm, well, hundred kilometers. Uh, But as as you said, he moved to Arsenal at probably sixteen or seventeen. He never played senior football, so no fans as such has had any bonding with him as such. But his, uh, his form for Sweden, I would say, over the past year, particularly, because he's paid for a decade for Sweden, but over the past year, he's had his best form uh, for the Sweden side. And that, I think, he's had a great World Cup as well. Uh, and I'm pretty sure AIJ fans are looking forward to seeing him contribute now.
0: Okay, thanks very much, Sergey, for talking to us today. No worries, thanks so there you have it. uh, we're seen as a stepping stone by the Swedes, and he's hot in that interview Jim.
1: He's probably not wrong unfortunately, but teams have underestimated us before mm. i i I hope we give it a good rattle. I really do if we can if we can uh keep a clean sheet again on Thursday
0: keep the tie alive yeah yeah,
1: yeah, it's uh like last year two trips in Europe is wonderful you know we were probably fortunate in the draw and that we got an Icelandic team and uh, we done well to get through that yeah and then we done okay in Tala I thought and then we were well beaten in Prague but it was a great trip so yeah but uh, financially I'd love to, I think we got a tough draw this time I, I think,
0: probably the uh, toughest out of the five yeah
1: there was no easy one really I don't think but that that's uh, definitely probably now we played a couple of Swedish teams in pre-season and I thought we'd done really well mm. again through all three yeah I had really high hopes for this season coming <laughs> into it I really did because like they're operating different budgets a different level basically so I thought we done really well again on other pre season games, it's but uh, come here. We'll be forever optimistic. We've uh, we've we've beaten bigger and better teams than AIK, Stockholm in our history.
0: Well it's interesting that they might look at us that way because League of Ireland clubs actually have a better record against Swedes since we've moved to summer football. We've won five ties. They've won three. So I mean Surely the Swedes would want to be weary of it. i mean Cork park've oh, well, got a couple of wins Pat's got a win you know
1: that's a journalist you are talking to uh, i would I would imagine their manager and players will uh, will uh, take us pretty seriously. Yeah. It's important for them too I assume Look, yeah. it, it's uh,
0: but it, obviously it, it's a big ask and i don't th- i don't think many Brober fans would expect to go through here very few
1: no but uh, I'd I'd always be in the opinion you'd never be beaten before you play. Yeah. Because we've put it up to like I'll never forget being in 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 Modena. We were two down from the first leg, and the game probably shouldn't have been played. (laughs) But we only lost to a wonder goal from Del Piero. Like it's we honoured honoured, and then I wasn't at the game when. Pat Sullivan scored a, the winner to get us to the hmm. like partisan Belgrade. you know what I mean we shouldn't have won that either no, so, they were
0: the glory days
1: exactly but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be optimistic and say we'll give it a good shout and Yeah, it's uh, if if, if you, you never know
0: but uh, AOK actually went top of the league on Saturday with a 4-1 win at uh, Trelleborg and uh, Eldian Nussi, the Norwegian player, I think, Sajay mentioned him. He got a brace, but uh, Hammerby could overtake him again if they win on Monday. So there's a press conference in Tata on Wednesday morning. Uh, the AAK manager, Rickard Nording, he'll be there. He's actually been to Tata three times already because we played Malmo in a friendly in 2012. Yeah. do you remember that? Gary Twig got his only ever European goal that day. <laughs> Uh, he was back the following year because had actually played their Europa League tie in Tadde. Tadde he was their manager the Malmö manager and then you remember Brand came here Norwegian team yeah it's actually a good friend he went 3-2 I do, two. Yeah, yeah I do yeah yeah,
1: um,
0: yeah he was their manager as well so he's been to Tadde three times and uh, thanks to our signing of, of uh, Aaron Green we now have two players in the squad who have a European goal because Green got one for Pat and Sligo Gary Shaw got one for us last year but that's it they're the only two goal scorers in the squad
1: and arguably neither of them will play I don't know Green might will. play not if he's still carrying maybe maybe you will true you it might know. be too soon for him
0: maybe but uh, it was weird last year David Webster was our only European goal scorer going into that tie. yeah <laughs> that was weird but uh, now it's time for our starting 11s and predictions So will I? Will I start? So Ngol, Manus or Bazunu? I'm not paid to make these decisions. That's that's too big. Uh, O'Brien and Grace, centre uh, back. I know I was I was thinking earlier I might go O'Brien right back, but now I'm going down centre back. Cavo and Boyle, uh, McAllister, Bolger, Major, because I think we need a bit of experience in there. Uh, Watts. I'm going to play Watts. Brandon Cavanagh, Finn and Carr. So that's my
1: 11. Yeah. What, what do you think? What do I think? One thing I am happy about on the keeper front is I, would, I wouldn't, I would if I was young Gavin, I wouldn't be heartbroken if he plays Manus. I think either way we've a decent keeper. Yeah. So that's that's good. I probably think he'd set up similar to, to Cork on Friday night. I think. Yeah, I'd say he, he's uh, he probably played th- three centre halves and you can call them wing backs or you can call them five to. Depending on how the game is going, mm. they are wing backs. But uh, I think he might do that. Greg Bulger will play.
2: Mm.
1: Probably Watts might get a shout for. Uh, he might, and probably Sam Bowen will lose out. Uh,
0: I, yeah, I don't expect Bond to play in this game
1: um, Ronald Finn uh, Dan Carr's going to start
0: I've like put Watson and Cavanaugh and Brandon Cavanaugh there It's very unlikely he's going to play those two in the same team but that's just my team
1: Yeah, I, I think Brandon Cavanaugh might fall out but maybe not maybe not
2: mm-hmm.
1: You don't know Davy McAllister could get a start on Thursday You don't know
0: not been in his plans much this season no but, uh, he
1: hasn't no but it, look in fairness you have to expect it's going to be a defensive performance whereby we're looking hmm. to keep a clean sheet first and foremost and maybe get something on the break yeah he
0: wants to just be solid first and yeah, foremost wouldn't he yeah you?
1: so I don't know does
0: I mean, Davey McPherson Mick O'Neill loved an one one all in the first leg didn't he
1: yeah, well it it served well. It served. Well. Well. Served twice. But yeah. now you hear it and yeah. Bill Grade. Yeah, yeah.
0: So away you go, not the end of the world, but just trying to stay in the tie, I suppose. Yeah. But uh, so potentially Alan Mans's second debut if he plays funny enough, my first ever Rovers game was Alan Manus' debut. It was a two all draw home to Dundalk in the summer of two thousand nine. My god. There you go. Coincidence. I'm
1: trying to think. I watched Alan O'Neill a lot. I'm trying to think, would he have been in goal at my very first game? But he definitely would have been. <laughs> and his brother Dermot was the ballskeeper. But uh, he was super. Because
0: he did join us around then, wasn't it, Alan O'Neill? It was 77 or 80. Well, then it, he yeah. was
1: in goal. But I, I
0: can't remember. I think it was uh, Pat Dunn before that. And then Jody obviously on well, Jody played yeah, in 83. Yeah, yeah. So. um AIK, they've never, placed, never played uh, League of Ireland Club before, but they did play Linfield four years ago. And uh, there was a funny incident where it wasn't actually played at Windsor Park. It was played at uh, Morneview. And the AIK fans held up a big banner saying, these 51 title rolls are worth more than your titles. And they threw title rolls on the pitch. <laughs> so that was a hell of a statement. <laughs> but Linfield actually beat them in the first leg. So then, the second leg, apparently they had won over the, the fans because yeah. they held up a little uh, Linfield, flag or something, no. the I K fan. So there you go, bit of respect. Uh, their fans are called Rodents, by the way. Rodents. I swear to God, Rodents. Hmm. And apparently the reason for this is during the nineteen twenties, the club received this nickname, uh, Nagget. Translation means the gnaw. And the reason believed to be the colours of the black shirts that after too many washes turned rat-like, a grey colour. I see. So as a result, their spurs are called rodents.
1: Mm. Uh, not dissimilar similar from our, uh, <laughs> our nearest and dearest rival.
0: <laughs> I just mentioned on the, the list of hatred, by the way, the, the database of hatred, as it's now known, uh, what do we do about Aaron Green? Because he's on there. Um, Should he come off or does I, he have to earn his, his way off?
1: Give him five or six
0: games to <laughs> take his way off. <laughs> Poor Greg was still on there. We're waiting for Dan Fulham to take him off. He still hasn't. Well, I, I would take him off, but anyway. So, uh, just now on Hoopscene, the Celtic programme. Uh, same as last year, it was a cracker. So, uh, kudos to Robert Goggins. Hope everyone managed to get themselves a copy. And uh, welcome to our newest contributor as well, Owen Roach. He's going to be writing from now on. And IK uh, is going to be going too. Got a massive sender page of... European record and stats for you to look forward to there me and Declan Swanson put that together and uh, our badges would be on sale from this game so you can catch us in the 899 bar and 20 minutes before kick-off as well, we were, we meant, to, we were meant to sell them at the Derry game but we messed up they ended up getting knocked in Gary's house in Lugan for two weeks <laughs> with him going on all this <laughs> so we couldn't sell them but we're selling them now and if there's any left, he can get us on the plane as well to, to Stockholm. And because uh, they're selling like hotcakes. There you go. Uh, how many can we put you down for, Jim?
1: I have one already. You have one?
0: You want and, one uh, more though? No. Covered with the sons, no? No. No? You hurt my feelings though. And also check out my new League of Ireland cartoon. Uh, that'll be up on my Twitter on Monday by the time you hear this. Uh, myself and Barry Masterson. We've been plotting for weeks on this one. And uh, I reckon it's the best one we've done so far. And uh, Gary always tells me that they're too deep, but uh, not this time, I reckon. I think most people get them. I've given Jim a sneak peek. Uh, What do you think, Jim?
1: Oh, they're wonderful, Gary. (laughs) It's 35 years since I used to buy the Baino, but anyway, it's great. Are they at least better
0: than the Glen or Gazette cartoons, or can they not be beaten?
1: Uh, I'm not really a cartoon man.
0: right so uh, that's it for today so um, I think I've talked more in the last hour and a half or two hours probably will be than I have to my own family in the last six months so uh, please come back here I prefer the shadows I want to go back there uh, thanks to Jim Toner for being my guest host today thank you very much thought for having great, me thought you were very good how did you find it?
1: Well, I thought I was a bag of nerves and <laughs> I, I won't I won't be upset with anyone that turns it off after three minutes <laughs> <But anyway. laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, well, Gary will make his uh, triumphant return next week, which is actually monthly madness. Uh, it's going to be a 2006 First Division special. Uh, this time because we've got Aiden Price and oh, Andy Myler coming to Johnny Blues Bar. Yeah, so, we're going to talk about the Discover Ireland season. Both of them joined the club that year when we won promotion. And they're also involved in some big European nights for the club in 2010. Uh, Aiden as a player, Andy as a coach on uh, Michael New's staff so lots to discuss there and we'll obviously review the AIK game in great detail and at least three of us will be there to find out who's missing so get your questions in get your questions in for them so uh, we know it's going to be a tough one uh, against AIK but if England could beat the Swedes so can we so hopefully if nothing else we can keep the tie alive after the home leg on Thursday Make the trip over there even better. So remember, it's a 7.05 kickoff, early one. Don Airspar 2, if you absolutely can't make the game for some reason. Otherwise, see you all on Tata and keep on hooping.
1: Look, keep on hooping.
2: It's the